Good evening, everyone, friends and family across the multiverse. They call me the Living Codex, the stalwart shield of South Philly. My name is Sterling Spencer, also known as Ace Trainer Argent, welcoming you to the bar of the Blurreds. But... I am just one of your three hosts, our next host. Now, I can get into it. I could go on and on and on about the man. But what I will say, last descendant of Yasuke, catch him watching anime, sipping some sake, sticking to the shadows because the man's a ninja. Talk to him. Who it is. (laughs) (laughs) Give me your energy. (laughs) Yo, what's up? It's your boy. It is I, hailing from the land of. No, nah, man, I hyped you up, dog. Don't, 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 don't call me. I give me more said, energy. Said, you're boring you're not me. Gonna do, he said, "What you're not going to do is passively introduce yourself for the yes. season finale. What you're not going to do is come in here low key and then get hyped up." I, I think I'm just gonna. I thought I was just going to even keel for the whole season. He you know? tried. No. That's what I was going to do. A little slippy. Um, if you don't get your act together right now, <laughs> that's all I was going to do. <laughs> now it's just going to be less, you know, because it is, it is I. Oh, because you'd be like, I chose violence. That's I understand. Y'all want to start over? <laughs> no. Boy, I'm going to keep going. Josh, boy, is, Josh is, is committed to this. I'm going to be Godzilla committed to this. Personified. I don't have any other name but this to go by. It's Jayhawk. All right. You You're not going to give him a hawk? I don't even know why. Why would I do that? You why? guys did this to yourselves. Okay, but we did this. Okay. What? Okay. There is one more person that needs to be introduced. And, yes. Oh, you know, no, I, no, I, I can't even begin to uh, tell you all of the accolades that this man has. So I'm just going to let him speak for himself. If you would talk to him for a quick second. Let's First go. of all, I have no accolades. Deacon but that's fine. It's big. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> Coming out here with the headband, as always, I am the comic book connoisseur, the Mm -hmm. sommelier of sci-fi and superheroes, here again to welcome you to another episode of the Blur Bar, my bar flies. (laughs) One more time. Josh, do you do that? Do you do do that because of the end of King's Dead? No, I I did that because of... um... Uh, when I saw Black Panther, whenever you saw the Dora Milaje. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The end of King's Day. Okay. <laughs> Big Dan. Oh, is that what that's called? That's what it's called. It's a, it's what a, what? It's a reference. He made a reference. Uh, uh, Josh, if you can move a little bit closer to your mic, I'm having a little difficulty hearing you. Okay. Do I just need to project? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I ha- I, so, some people have told me that you should start saying it with your chest. And I was like, oh. Uh-uh, Antoine. Uh-uh, Antoine. Constructive criticism hurts. <laughs> I'm gonna take this note. I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'm gonna take this note. But yo, it's the season finale. Season finale. We made it. Oh, we made it. What this is? This is great. I, yeah. I, I I guess we got to start the the final booze news and reviews. The final. Um, the final booze news and reviews before booze news and reviews becomes its own. Thanks. That's true. It's That's the true. final countdown. <laughs> Jam. 
Becoming Blur Bar Jukebox. <laughs> we might have to have a karaoke video one day. I think that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Oh, we could have the bar have the bar flies choose the songs. And then we gotta sing them? Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. You said it out loud, so it's recorded. I just wanna hear Josh sing uh what is it, Into the Unknown. It's the jam. Josh can sing it because I've I sing it too many times. Day, so I'm fine. But anyway, we're getting off track. Um, yes, booze news. This is just booze. this is wonderful. Booze. We're hitting. We're sitting. Also, wait. We gotta stop and appreciate Dan just over there with. Right. You know what it is. This is the season finale. I'm about to turn these lights off. It's making me nauseous a little bit. But, uh, I figured I would come out swinging with the lights for a second, uh, but I will not stay this way. Because um, yeah. But uh, thank you all, first and foremost. This has been a great season. So far, we're two yeah. for two for great seasons. I think that's great. Um, <laughs> definitely open to some notes. Not biased uh, anything, but I, if I had to rate myself, I'd give it definitely two out of two great seasons. You know, <laughs> How many sake gories, Josh? Seasons. How many sake gories? <laughs> I mean, obviously, it'd be like, you know, 15. Right? Like, 15. 15. Heavy. Heavy. Go wrong. Heavy. Heavy. <laughs> So starting the booze news and reviews, uh, Josh, what you got, buddy? Uh, so speaking of sake, um, I actually have this called Sake Moto. Uh, mm. It is a premium Junmai sake. I don't know um, what that means now. It is, you, you know, I saw it in the store and I was like, looks different. Looks different. I like the the little dragon on it and whatnot. Color scheme was cool. Um, Honestly, I give it like a 2.5, though, at, at its best. Uh, I've had it chilled. It's okay. It is a great table uh, sake, you know, nothing to to write home about at all. Um, but it's all right. Um, <laughs> at all. Like, at all. Um, and then after that, because I'm pretty much done the bottle, I pretty much have stream of consciousness. You got Let's go. Sweet tea. Shout out to uh, pass those trash vibes. Um, <laughs> we, before, just so everybody knows, we love pass the vibes. The podcast, the presents, we do. Yeah, but yeah, um, but yeah that's what I podcast, have. So. <laughs> that's what I, have. I stand by that. Uh, you guys want to talk about what you got, Sterling? Yeah, what what's up, big? What's up, big day? Oh, wait, me? It's on oh, me. what well, big yeah, Dan got? He's, um, he's I'm working on my lights. lights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> big Dan done listening to the weekend for the next two hours. <laughs> um, for now, I have Mason Noir's Bottoms Up. Mm, okay. This is okay. a Oregon white wine, and Mason Noir wines is black owned, and we appreciate them. You hear that? We appreciate you. Um, I am currently sipping, sipping on some watermelon and coriander Cesaru. vodka. Uh, let me say that again: watermelon and coriander <laughs> vodka with uh, some a hint of apple juice. And for whatever reason, this is quite refreshing. I'm taking Sounds it easy, nice. Starfire, because you know I still got daddy duty after all this is said and done. So. Coriander vodka. Up. Did you try that by itself? Uh, watermelon coriander. It's actually that's the actual flavor of the vodka. Watermelon, watermelon and coriander. And coriander. That is an mm-hmm. interesting. Isn't coriander a spice? It yes. is, and it's uh, quite delicious. Huh. It's also Starfire. That too, I guess. What you uh, what you what you giving uh, drinking horns, <laughs> big name? 
if I had to rate this, uh, it's very like it's not heavy. Maybe because I didn't make it heavy. Yeah, like I said, but uh, I give it a four. It's it's good. It's nice. I made it, so I feel, you know, slightly biased. Slightly biased because I made it to the way that I would like it to be. So therefore, it's good. Well, what would you give the watermelon coriander vodka? Would oh, give that, that is a summer vibe. I would say that's still a four. Like, okay, is and the, and the bottle wasn't exp- like overly expensive, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I'll take a picture of the that and cool, cool. you know pass that on along. Thank did you. Did you rate? Did you rate yours, Sterling? Oh, this is a solid uh. <laughs> a solid second sip. It's me. a solid something. <laughs> I want to give this like a three point seven, but it's not because. But why? <laughs> it's it's good. It's very easy going. You know, I just I'm not I'm not a huge fan of whites. Uh, the white wines. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about getting in post. <laughs> Came out here swinging on the season finale. <laughs> I didn't think it would be you, HR. I didn't think it would be no. you. That's interesting. That would that, wow. that's a big that's a big Dan vibe. Um, that's, that's a clip and a half. Now we yeah. I don't really you care for I white wines. I am not a fan of whites, and uh, you heard it here first. My name is wow. Sterling, and I'm, I am not a fan of whites. Hi, Sterling. <laughs> Hi, Sterling. It's like a 3.7. Let's talk about some reviews. Who's got news? I feel like you got some reviews. Talk to us. What's going on, man? <laughs> oh, man. Who's got news? I got news. What, I, what I, got I am news. not a fan of, I'll tell you that much. Have you uh, seen the news recently? Yes. That's funny. Here's right, my I, feelings. Are you really going to deep dive into that or no? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. All right. I got three three bits of uh, three bits of news. Uh, first thing, Godzilla gets a ride. The world's first permanent ride attraction, inspired by Godzilla, named Godzilla the Ride, or Dai Kaiju Chojo Kessen, a decisive battle of great monsters, will be set up at the Seibuen Amusement Park in Tokorozawa City. Saitama Prefecture, which hmm. will undergo a renewal and grand opening on May 19th, 2021. Guests are thrown into the middle of a fierce battle between Godzilla, King Ghidorah, and other giant monsters and enjoy the continuous thrill of being suddenly attacked. Um, that, never mind. It's too soon. It will always be too soon for the black experience. Live action gun. I was like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. Live action Gundam movie. Um, if you've been following us on our socials, we kind of made Dan made a slight post on this. Was it Dan or Sterling? I think it was Dan. You, um, probably Dan. I think it was you the Gundam on our movie? Facebook. It was yeah, Sterling. Yeah, live yeah. action. All right. So, anywho, it's probably Dan. Uh, Netflix announced Sterling. that they will be working with Legendary and Jordan Vogt Roberts um, or Vogt roberts as a director to produce a live action film based on the mobile suit gundam franchise legendary has done the godzilla kong monsterverse franchise as well as pacific rim dune um enola holmes uh man of steel and jurassic world jordan vr directed kong skull island um my only question here is like like, what's the story? Like, because the Gundam franchise, in my opinion, 
is just too huge to do like one good movie. You know, if you're making a, a movie of one of the previous previous series, um, and then if you're doing a new storyline, the pacing has to be like tack sharp. Not to mention, yeah. yeah, not to mention, can we believe live action characters in the Gundam universe? Like, for example, <laughs> Char, like you know, but live action, or Amuro, but live action. Right? Oh, Master Asia, <laughs> right? Like, it's this. And then, is it even possible to ground the feature in realism, like what Nolan did for Batman, or like, you know, obviously, the MCU? Like, all that to say, as of right now, this doesn't necessarily sound like a good idea, but I have been wrong before. I have been But wrong we've before. also seen Pacific Rim and One. the last three Transformer <laughs> movies. Some people love those. Some people love the Pacific but Rim. But they love so. them for the fact that they don't have substance. And I think if, mm. as long as you're expecting no substance, then you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. But that's how I feel. That's at least how I feel about a lot of the stuff that's coming out with these that, adaptations. That's real. And I think um, I agree with that. And what's what's crazy is just like, I guess like the fanboy in me is just like, why would you disrespect this, this uh, title? <laughs> don't, don't, don't disrespect me like that, don't. Yeah, like, it's just, it's wild. Um, why would you choose to do this? <laughs> last bit of news. Uh, solid gold Gundam statues. Uh, one one-hundredth scale models of RX-78. Two, uh, Gundam and Char's custom Zaku uh, two, crafted from 24 karat gold. There's going to be a beam rifle version of the RX-78, and it's 7 inches tall, crafted from 1,000 grams of gold. Um, this statue is limited to a run of 20 units and retails for about $240,777, including tax. Um, then there is a beam <laughs> saber, <laughs> a beam saber version of the RX-78, which is 3.9 inches tall. Um, that's cause he's like in a kneeling position, like a kneeling sword strike position. Um, okay. and it's crafted from 140 grams of gold. Oh, it will be limited to, right, 10 units, um, and retails for only $36,116, including tax. And then finally, Shars Zaku <laughs> is 6.9 <laughs> inches tall. And crafted from a thousand grams of gold, it will be limited to a run of twenty units and retails for about two hundred and forty thousand two hundred and forty thousand seven hundred dollars. Uh, the statues will be available for purchase through a special website that opens on April twentieth of this year. So you know, if you haven't been saving your money before, hopefully that stimmy comes in and maybe some tax refund. You know, you still it's gone, Josh. It's all gone. It's gone. A little bit of rent. You know. <laughs> I just love that they shot. had all that gold. It was like, man, what do we do with all this gold? It's like, dog, you ever seen Gundam? <laughs> you ever seen Gundam? It's like, right. hey, um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Gundam, but um, I have molds. But you know you what, have though? Gold. The wild thing is, somebody gonna buy it. It's true. Of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then Yo. I wonder, how much money would I have to have to be like, yeah, let me get one of each. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's wild. You have you would have to have much, one of those cards. Much more valuable to us to alive. He's much more valuable alive. So I don't know why he would even attempt. He's like, do I get all of them or one of them? My <laughs> oh, vote I, is none of them. If, but that's the thing, though. I know if I was somebody who was like, you got, I'm, I'm guessing, like, you spending two fifty. 
on a gold statue that don't do nothing, you you top top one percent, right? Which, <laughs> yeah, which means you, you got, have you got freedom. Yeah. But that's that's amazing. Um, yeah. Josh is the CFO, so you know. Blur bar fun start. You know? <laughs> if, if season three don't come out, but you see pictures, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> One of us had to go. Right. Um, my news is very simple, very straight to the point. Super Meat Boy Forever is out now. Available now. It's a, a legendary side scroller. It's going to be amazing. Um, this is just a reminder for y'all. Like, Don't forget mid-pandemic. Uh, Demon Slayer is still coming out. In the United States, starting April 23rd. So, do what you gotta do. Talk to your families. Go in with a plan. Be safe. But just know we gonna talk about this film. At some point. At some but point. then also, it is coming out streaming-wise, I think, in June. So. Could you imagine being a person that's like, oh, I haven't seen it yet because it's not June? <laughs> Bro, you just, just log <laughs> off and don't. Right, you just log, <laughs> off and <laughs> log off and don't come back. And you <laughs> probably don't listen to the blur bar for a little bit. Just, <laughs> no, we're just, gonna we're gonna title just, it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about but it. But just like space it out, you know. Yeah. Come back to that episode in June. Um <laughs> certainly got any more news? Nah, that's it. Super Meat Boy. Um and Demon Slayer still exists, but that's not really news. Alright. What you got, well, big We're gonna keep this ball rolling real quick. Uh Avengers issue forty six. Uh obviously written by Jason Aaron, who still doesn't know what he's doing as far as writing for the Avengers. After the Enter the Phoenix Saga, I had feelings. But anyway, um, or Enter the Phoenix Saga is what it was called. First of all, let me just let me just really quick address that they now have made the Phoenix Thor's mom in canon. Freya? Don't know how that happened. The Phoenix... The entity, the Phoenix, is Thor's like the, mom. The, the force, like the, yes, the Phoenix, the Phoenix force, force the itself, physically embodied uh, a Jean Grey lookalike from ten thousand BC, and um, Odin and her, you know, Yami. So as, whatever, <laughs> as gods do, you know. Right. So <laughs> Zeus, anyway, Zeus is gonna Zeus, you know. Zeus be Zeusin, <laughs> or Odin be Odin. So. um... Yes, they're starting a new event, World War She-Hulk. Um, huh? <laughs> don't don't ask questions; you won't get dumb answers. So, uh, World War She-Hulk is going to be the next event starting in the Avengers issue forty-six. Was she on Sakaar? No. So, uh, if long, short backstory: uh, after she came back from the dead, uh, after Thanos punched a hole in her. Unfortunately. Uh, she came back savage, um, or gray Hulk for a little bit. Mm-hmm. She got that under control and then became like hulked out for the most part. She can still turn back into Betty, uh, not Jen. Betty, Jennifer, Jen, mm-hmm. Betty is harpy. She's having issues of her own. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many things going on in the comic book universe. I'm just, I try to keep it to a minimum for you guys. Cause I don't want to tire you out anyway uh so that's expected to drop july 7th a which is actually my birthday that's surprising and i probably won't read it on my birthday uh because i love myself secondly in the news um, love yourself king love myself king 
secondly, uh, Mojo Jojo has been cast in the uh, live action Powerpuff Girls. Uh, Nicholas Padani. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know what that means for Mojo Jojo, but it's, this whole thing is weird. Man. It's weird on so many levels. On top of the fact we don't know like what he looks like. Is he going to be CGI? He may be probably CGI. Uh, I'm thinking it's going to be Gorilla Grodd, you know, green. So yeah, I don't, like, we gonna watch it though, Josh. Watch. We gonna watch Who's it though. We? <laughs> Who's we? Who's I have a, I have a, an amazing backlog of anime that I have to catch up on that I will. Skip well, on. I'm gonna watch it and I'm you gonna sure talk will. about it. You sure will. Um, and then, last but not least, PlayStation Five released an update that now allows you to save games to any flash drive or any USB drive. Um, don't know why you would, but you can. So. Have fun. Have fun. (laughs) Now you can uh, give your friend your cyberpunk save data. And still can't play it and still won't be able to play it until you sign in as yourself inside. It's just a mess. Don't know why they did this, but they did it. When you have to save the games to like like an external hard drive though? Because aren't like like most games are accessed by the cloud. Yeah, most games are huge in general. So Yeah. Most triple A games at least, you're gonna be at least Minimum twenty five gigs. Yeah, there's that's no, low I end. Mean, islands. islands. That's low that end, and that's no. that's probably a, like a two D side scroller. Yeah, but you like yeah, like um, Super Meat Boy forever. <laughs> Download now. <laughs> Wait a, this episode is not sponsored. <laughs> it is not sponsored. Um, but yeah, yeah so news. reviews, I guess, is now where we go. Hey. We, we got a bunch of questions for, from the Yeah, Wi-Fi, that's true. So we got to we yeah, start do. moving. We got to get um, into it. My reviews are short. Josh, do you have short reviews? I have one short review. No, oh, you can go ahead. Please. Um, I finished uh, the second season of World Trigger 2. Well, no, I finished the second season of World Trigger. Um, I have to say that uh, the animation has really stepped up his game and like the action sequences. Uh, story is still what the story was pretty much of, of last season. Uh, I give it like a 3.5 though. Like that animation, I was, I was supposed to check and see what I gave it last time. Um, but I give it like a 3.5 for this season. It's, it's a, it's a solid thing to watch while you are, if you are, if you want your, um, your episodes of like My Hero Academia to build up. So that you can actually like binge those or like any other thing, it's a solid thing to watch and just uh, spend time on. Nice, yeah. What you uh, got, Dan? Uh, Stella. Oh, or, me. Okay. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, one. I'm going to talk. Sticking with our our kaiju theme. Um, SSSS Gridman, which was done by Studio <laughs> Trigger, is uh like a Ultraman. Kind of like Ultraman's referenced a whole lot, like the whole Ultraman versus referenced a lot. Um, yeah, it was a really cool anime, grow a cool animation. I'm a sucker for kaiju and big monsters uh, and big robots, so it was you cool. Liked it. it was like uh, four, four point, four point oh, four, four, mm. four. So he really enjoyed it. He I did. Really it was nice. It. Um, right. And I just watched Frozen Two for the first time yesterday. That's and uncomfortable. I think I'm that sorry. was like a three out of five. 
Because it was fine. As far as Disney sequels go, though, that was solid. It was like as a, a fine sequel. Movie. It's a quality. It's a it's a quality yeah. sequel. But it might be some, the best Disney. There's some sequel, things actually. in there I have issues with, like the mom Stockholm syndrome, just completely forgetting her heritage and that the fi- okay whatever. Her, her, <laughs> their daddy literally was like, "We did nothing wrong as white people, but you're not white, apparently." Whatever. Cheap. Yeah, there was like some anyway. colonial, colonialist apologist stuff in there. But anyway. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Let's not talk true. about it because I watch that movie every day. I'm trying to get my daughter out of it so that uh, we Dan, never uh, have Dan, to watch that movie. Dan, you can go true. ahead, man. You can go ahead and show yourself. You're good. Go ahead. Go on <sighs> Anyway, true my true review <laughs> of Frozen <laughs> 2 and its problematic theme. <laughs> it's definitely that. Um, episode 4 of Winter, Falcon and Winter Soldier. First of all, save the entire show before I read it, written it off in my head as a like a buddy cop. Good buddy show. cop. It was an okay buddy cop. The the first of all, the Dora Milaje came out swanging. Nah, yeah. there was there was too elegant. There was pinpointed, structured in there. There wasn't no swing. It was just like no, they they yeah. First of all, they're elite in fighting class, so we're not talking about that. But I'm talking about. How they triggered John Walker on every level. Like he, I think he forgot he was married to a black woman at that point. Like he just forgot. He couldn't have remembered that because if he had, he remembered that he would not have tried them the way he did. He was like, do you know who I am? They were like, we don't care. (laughs) And then the jurisdiction, wherever the the door had the secret code. They had the Dora Milaje had the Konami code to win. Yo, Soul she hit with that up, down, up, down, left, right, so like start. Maybe, maybe, maybe start. Bucky's face. Uh, His face was like, that. wait. <laughs> Run He's that. Like, and you would do this to me? Like, you know, but I'm. I'm and they didn't tell us the what she said to him, which I hope they do. I hope so, but I think it was more so like, check yourself. I'm yeah. assuming that's what it was. <laughs> it's like, you know, where, don't forget where you got this from. <laughs> that's so, true. Yeah. So two more episodes left. We will see how this climaxes. I'm very happy that they quickly addressed the darkness of John Walker, U.S. agent. Because I was like, they're, they're, they're playing softball with him the first three episodes. And then this was just like, he a bad dude. I think um, what has been disappointing for me with this series so far was that this was this was the first episode, really, besides the intro of the season. This was mm-hmm. the first uh, actual episode, I guess, where you see um, Falcon be, like, great. And, like, he's, he got his suit back and everything, and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's actually doing stuff. Um I guess it kind of happened in the second episode. That's where they're fighting on the truck, right? Yeah. 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 So, like, yeah, but, like, he got his ass kicked. And it's just, like, and then it was, this it episode. It was the buddy cop feel. Yeah. yeah. And even in this episode, they weren't the badass. Like, they're not the ones getting the memes. This is the <laughs> no. door. Like, we need, I would I would definitely take a, a six-episode season of, like, the Dora Milaje just going around being the Dora Milaje, wherever the Dora Milaje find finds themselves, themselves to be. To be. <laughs> like, I was like, 
say like yes, give me more of that. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was because if was, the Dora Milaje showed up in Wandavision, different story. It'd have been hilarious. Um, Wanda Wanda would have been clocked. But <laughs> but Josh, to your point, uh, I think they're doing a great job of showing how Sam is very emotionally intelligent and connects with mm-hmm. people. Like his his uh, mm-hmm. conversation with yes. Carly was great. Was really yeah. Great. That was that was that was. Yes, that was. But very I mean, awesome. they're writing it in the sense that he was worthy of the shield, mm-hmm. and so even though he surrendered it, he was—he's more worthy of it than John Walker. He was because John Walker was just like, "Do you know who I am, man? Mm. If you don't go sit down." It was. Um, it's a very uh, street level kind of a thing, but on a global sense. But like, they're still like the way that they get around and like do stuff. It's just very like grassroots a little bit yeah 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 so uh so because of that my my rating from episode one to three was that this was like a 2.5 show Mm. i just wasn't enjoying it enough Mm -hmm. this took it up to a four like i'm i'm chilling now i'm like oh this is the best thing that they could have done for the show um the problem is when you normally get to this point that turning point in the show uh we've seen it before with game of thrones you even saw it with WandaVision a bit of it just kind of going or like down. being or it just being like a sustained note where it does not improve on itself. Hmm. So, so what would it take? I know we I know we got some questions to get to. Yeah. But what would it take for it to escalate for you? Let's let's get some dance predictions in here. It's been it's been uh, a minute. Dance predictions. Um, obviously, they would have they would have to globally recognize Isaiah Bradley, uh, which mm. we'll definitely talk about. And. The questions. Uh, secondly, I would love to see at least um, hints to like Patriot. Um, My boy. And obviously, Sam doing something with the shield uh, and it being recognized by the MCU as mm. him being Captain America. Or because what I feel they're going to do is pretty much be like. John Walker failed. Now nobody can get it. No one can be Captain America. <laughs> nobody has it the now. Shelf. Nobody has it now. If this white and man can't do it, obviously it's not good. Exactly enough, right. <laughs> so, um, but I think you know, obviously, the introduction of Dora, the Dora Milaje is to help set up the Wakanda MCU show that they're going to do, or uh, side series. Uh, yeah, there, there's not much that my expectations need other than to round out the story. Mm-hmm. And no, for I don't want any forgiveness for John Walker. I'm that is what I'm asking for. Mm. That's what we tend to do nowadays. Is like no, you set up a arc. bad guy, and then you're like, but you have to understand, he was coming from a place of no. Okay, no. His <laughs> his buddy, not the time, his Disney. buddy did not. <laughs> I understand that Lamar that Lamar did not have a helmet on. But y'all knew he wasn't staying on this series long enough because they never gave that boy a shape up. So, so, on that, on those grounds alone, they didn't give this man a hot comb. They didn't give this man dreads. They just told this guy, whatever you tend, whatever you feel to do with your hair, that's fine. That's fine. And then just let that boy go. He hit that pillar with intimacy. He got to know that pillar. And knocked him out. So anyway, uh, so we got some questions. Yeah, we got questions. <laughs> this is season finale, baby. That'll end up with our uh, our final booze news and reviews of the season. Yeah, we are here. 
Um, we got some questions for some bar flies. We got to thank you guys. This episode would not be possible without you. In fact, most of the show wouldn't be possible without you because y'all listen. So y'all listen. I mean, we can talk one. for hours, but we can. We can talk for a long time. Uh, question one comes from our good friend James Kelly. It's a very interesting question. What does or has the blurred bar disagree or disagreed about the most? This is an interesting question because it made me yeah. think. It made me think because, but here's a little, a little like behind the scenes snippet yeah, this for you is, guys. This is probably more so behind <laughs> the scenes than anything because, for the I most part, we kind of come out either. You know, I'm often the neg. Like, you know, I'm going to be the one on, but I'm (laughs) often the one, obviously on like the negative, pulling, pointing out the negative stuff, but it's never from a sense of like disagreement to the point where I'm just like, you're dead wrong. Mm. Except for, you know, maybe the Batman thing. Batman is not a superhero, but that's it. I think it would be Batman. Batman is not a superhero. That would probably be where I would say we disagree the most. You think so? I don't. Yeah. I think for everything else, we're pretty much like all on the same page. But I don't yeah, disagree. for like for production stuff, I think we're pretty we we agree more than we disagree, but we all look yeah. at things differently too. It's not like a bunch of yes dudes sitting in a circle and be like, yes, yes, let's That's talk true. about how we're great not, we are. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, what were you? What are you saying, Josh? You look like you, look, you got some some you know. Well, no, it's just that I I don't dis I don't. I don't call Batman a superhero, so I don't know who Dan's talking about. <laughs> um, I, I don't but, even uh, know. I, also, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it, maybe it would be that, but I don't really know because we don't really disagree. Not too much. We don't disagree in a way that disagreements should be disagreed. Do we have communication issues maybe? I don't know. That might be a thing we need to talk about in therapy. Who knows? <laughs> I think one no, one great think, thing. Um, Sorry, go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say there, there, there's only one thing that comes to mind about disagreement, and that had to deal more with uh, just uh, personal branding than anything. Mm. Um, but other than that, personal branding. Elaborate, please. Uh, you want me to elaborate? I don't think I want you to. (laughs) Oh, oh, I remember now. That's that's not a conversation for the board. I knew somebody was going to get it. I was like, I was like, I mean, you know, you're right. You're right. So, Barflies, just to let you in, it's the last episode. Okay, it's fine. It is. Just to let you know. You're absolutely right. We can't have that conversation here, but you're absolutely right. There are some, some ways. That, you know, specific members of the Blur Bar need to carry themselves on and off camera. <laughs> and that's, that's just all we'll say about that. <laughs> See, but if you signaling, you're signaling on the camera. We can't do that. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> When it comes to disagreements, I, I think one awesome thing that is working with these guys, um, we are mm. all business minded. So we all approach this in a business relational sense where even if there are some things where it's like, hey, we'll consider this from a business standpoint. And it's like, ah, I see that. 
and I also remember our responsibility to our people and and we all we are all like pretty good communicators like there's no none of us no passive aggressive sticky notes you know (laughs) (laughs) not yet we ain't Um, made enough money to be passive aggressive yet (laughs) (laughs) so when it comes to disagreement there are some things that i don't know so i have this phrase i say on the show it's uh we'll get it in post uh sometimes the things that i say we'll get in post our editor does not get in post (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to answer and Seth's, que- that, that <laughs> answer Seth's question, uh, which is also on this question here, did we ever get it in post? Uh, sometimes we do. I think there's sometimes very, very small stuff, especially early on. We As had a, to go back. The first season, we've gotten some. We got some things in post. This season, yeah. there has been nothing that has been. Got said the, the editor, editor. so the, edit, the editor would know <laughs> we're like, jumping ahead a little bit we had a, set, a yeah. question from sev the mic who is my little brother um if we are ever going to get it in booth big dan you got the next question my guy i got the next in, question. anyone you want also we don't have to go in order we just, we just all right you can um, roll the d20 let's see let's see um i guess we'll go with question number six here um in the comic book, uh, the comic version of Marvel Civil War, who would you side with, Steve Rogers or Tony Stark? This was asked by Givens. Um, Our boy Givens. Answer. Our boy. I'll, I'll answer. Um, Steve Rogers. They were very direct in making sure that Tony Stark was classified the villain here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More, more importantly, the Illum- the Marvel Illuminati were the villains. Just because they were just like, we think we, we're the smartest people and we can control how things go. So Tony Stark was definitely a villain. And Steve Rogers was like, people should have the right to be vigilantes, which I don't fully agree with. But <laughs> he was more so saying the right to keeping their identities um, pu- uh, private to not risk uh, safety issues and things like that. Uh, as you can see in the comic book version. Uh, because par- uh, Peter Parker's identity was public, Aunt May got shot. Mm. So, you know, there's that. Um, I said that this reminds me of a question, I believe it was in season one, that almost led to a segment called Super Court. Um, oh, we still going to have Super Court. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we will still have Super Court. Uh, the question of who to who to blame between, like, the Joker or Batman came into play only mm. because it's a question of um, whose insurance is paying for this pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I said, I'd probably end up siding with captain um, though. There would be some other things like have to be put in place. Like insurance companies now cover like super accidents. Right. Um, and then <laughs> no, like you have like, you have like sponsorships, right. Then you can be like, Hey, Spider-Man can be sponsored with like uh Farmers, like we are farmers, and then heroes band together <laughs> and have an apprentice or two if they so desire, and um, that they that they themselves are like training. Um, and then my only hesitancy with having it be government funded is that the countries are can be problematic because um, now the possibility the possibility isn't just you're fighting villains. You're fighting America's villains, which mm. is slash can get problematic real fast. So, oh, you got deep with that. I thought that's what they wanted. 
Yeah, well, apparently. <laughs> I gave him what the fans wanted. Um, I think there were valid points on both sides. Oh, easy there, How... Trump. <laughs> easy there. <laughs> we not getting canceled tonight. Well, we're not going to <laughs> And it's all coming from Sterling. Like, this is so wild. Yeah, that's the part that's weird. Like, he's just like, it's both sides. But go ahead. Um, now, nah, Captain America was completely right. For for people who haven't read Civil War, it was a breakdown of Captain America basically, well, uh, Tony Stark pr- proposing that, like, oh, all heroes become government agents. They get paid. They, like, there's a, a system to keep track of who's doing what and where and why, right? And Captain America was like, well, I think that's nonsense. Um, but then when the system was put in place, if you wasn't with Tony Stark in them, then you was against Tony Stark in them. Thus, and so went war. to jail. Um, going to super jail, 42. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think any, and this goes for any superhero genre, anything with powers, as soon as governments get involved, there it becomes a problem. Because you don't want people to become weaponized, and that's what it—that's what it becomes. You know, like okay, well, we're going to send our—they're not even heroes anymore. They're like metahumans or like superpowered individuals or conduits or whatever. Or like, weapons. Until right. like the other side weapons. then sends like, okay, well, you guys are using bioterrorists, and it's like, whoa, what? So like, when governments get involved, it's just going to be a mess, and the, the people who don't have powers. Those who are all, who don't have the power, the disenfranchised people, are going to be the ones that get, that catch it the worst. And I think that's what <laughs> is going to. That's, that's the most. That's how we thing. feel in twenty twenty one. That's just how we feel out here. Oh goodness! Uh, so is it my turn? Because I'm going to pick a lighter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick a lighter. One. <laughs> I appreciate that. Appreciate it. That one We're got gonna, heavy. We'll dive back into some dark stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm going to pick a lighter one. Um, I was going to do number two, but now I'm going to do number four. Uh, if you were in charge of the future of Legendary's MonsterVerse franchise, what would your upcoming film slate be? Mm. At least three films. Uh, and this comes from Kent, who is apparently going to be a future guest of ours. So stay tuned for Our that. Our boy Kent. Um, so here's my thing. I, I wrote notes on all these <laughs> questions. Most of these questions. Most um, of these questions have notes. The issue is, from my limited Google research... Kong doesn't have a deep list of villains. He's almost like street level, if we're going to do a like MCU kind of a thing. He's almost mm-hmm. like a street level. Hell's where in comparison, Godzilla has a very deep roster of villains that you can work with that are pretty larger than life. Um, so if you want to keep Kong in the MonsterVerse, you might have to throw some of Godzilla's like lesser monsters his way just to keep him relevant for the big Pacific Rim Godzilla Kong team up. Now, hmm. giving we're gonna give Godzilla armor. We're gonna give Kong weapons and a dope ass mech because that's that's who Legendary is. Um, this trilogy will probably have to start with the Pacific Rim timeline because I'm sure that I'm sure there'll have to be a time jump exposition to explain how we went from having to destroy Mecha Godzilla to having mechs ourselves. John, um, the answer is John Boyega. Easy. Sure. Um, who's who's like the the third cousin from the guy in Godzilla vs. Kong? Um, was it the podcaster. Podcaster dude from... Oh, <laughs> Paperboy. Yeah, Paperboy. 
so we need to learn his name. I think we we do. Brian, it's he, Brian. We need to put some more respect on his name. He he's a great For real. actor. He uh, he out here working hard. Yes. Um. So start off with a Pacific Rim movie where you know the humans barely win the match. Maybe because there's like an uptick in monster appearances, and the ending line is something like because once again this is still a kaiju movie. Um, we need the king, right? And then you just go to credits. Next movie introduces Kong, and he does some damage, but ends up getting his ass whipped by the big bad. Um, ending scene is Kong about to be killed, but then the monster, the big bad monster, gets knocked away, and when the monster looks up, it's Godzilla. Roll credits. Last movie starts off with Godzilla and the big bad fighting. They fight to a draw. Then um, later on in the movie, whatever, get Godzilla armor, get Kong weapons with humans providing support in their mech. Um, they probably end up losing anyway because we're all here for the kaiju fights. Um, <laughs> we have a big fight. We all win. And if you want to throw in an after credit scene, um, you throw one in where the alien race from where the Pacific Rim is, the monsters are coming from, apparently, um, is like a hole in the Pacific Ocean. Whatever. I didn't watch Pacific Rim. I just did a quick <laughs> Google search. Um, apparently, they there's closed, like a portal in the, in we, the, yeah, in the Pacific Rim. They closed that one. They closed, they closed that window. window. It's a movie. You are you really gonna? It's closed though. Are you it's, really gonna fight that logic? It. Oh, but they can't have another one. You guys, that's in that's where Atlantic, you guys are gonna in, draw the line. In the Atlantic Rim, maybe. But it's called Pacific Rim. <laughs> it's called Pacific Rim. Um, so yeah, you throw in a an after credit scene where the alien race of where all the monsters are coming from was monitoring how the last fight went, and then if. If you do well enough, you get your next your next big trilogy or whatever. That was good, dude. That was good. good. I like the way you brought was... it all together, man. First of all, it seems more in depth than most of the writers probably have attempted on these previous movies. <laughs> so you might get a job or a phone call. <laughs> like, Leg- Legendary, if you listen to this, email Josh <laughs> at right. the blurred bar at gmail.com. I feel I feel I feel like Josh had more depth. Than all of the MonsterVerse movies so far combined, he was just like, ah, <laughs> the humans care a little bit; they might help. I was like, okay, <laughs> hitting all the check boxes. I'm winning. <laughs> your mo- your movies have more depth than anything in a fran- uh, Fast and Furious franchise. It's one. No, <laughs> you are, you are so- underestimating the power of family. Whoa, no, it. I'm he underestimating the power of cars. That's so, what wait, I'm doing. Didn't F didn't F nine already come out though? No, no, not yet. Oh, they really they okay. There's they, really a just, trailer out. Now. There's really a trailer right. out, and it just all looks it's cars and Vin Diesel. So I'm just like, didn't that it's it's whatever new stunt they can attempt to do with a car. Yeah, no, that's true. All right, but yeah, that's, all right. That's that's my legendary uh, next slate. I have no follow up to that. That was wonderful. I was going to default to you. I don't know enough about kaiju. I just don't. You did it, man. You carried the team. You like Godzilla, <laughs> personified. No other name but this. Okay. To go All by. Right. Next question. Next question. I don't know what you're doing, but I don't like it. Next question. <laughs> so that, yeah, Stanley, go ahead. Oh, is it my turn? All right, we got an easier question here. Uh, coming from that? Ashley Perry. You hear that? Very uh, kind person. You hear that Philadelphia? That ambience, I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> Philadelphia Symphony in the background. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Um, 
Now I'm self-conscious. Josh, ask a question. <laughs> He's a fool. Um, all right. I guess we'll we'll dive back down. I'm going to go back and, and get dark with it. Question two. Um, how does the blur bar feel about Isaiah Bradley in the Marvel Universe? And this comes from Stone Good of Jackalman Games. Was this um, MCU? He just said, how does the blur bar feel about Isaiah Bradley in the Marvel Universe? I, I um, think he was talking about MCU, yes. Okay. But we can definitely talk about, what is it? Uh, uh, red... Red, blue, and black. Red, white, and black. What is it? Red, white, the, and black. Red, white, yeah. and black. Um, so, okay, no, that'll be great, though, because I'll cover what I know. And I only knew of him from, from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I was highly, like, I okay, I'll just read my notes. Honestly, <laughs> didn't know he existed until that episode. Um, if Wikipedia can be believed, he seems to have a sad story. But, unfortunately, not that unbelievable in the even in the framework of Marvel. Um, and that speaks to the fact that he was tested on. And I mean, yep. do do your own Google research on that in the past. But um, I don't think I would want to see his story in the MCU just because it would be more black trauma. And for me, like even with, like I said, uh, episodes before with like Judas and the Black Messiah, it it's even if it's a great story or a greatly told story and well acted, it's still so triggering that it's just like, fuck, man. Um, <laughs> so I I want to ask for an A or S tier black superhero that doesn't have race trauma, but unfortunately, that's the most extreme version of fiction there is. Like having a black superhero. <laughs> wow. that that's, have, bars. Like, that's bars. Yo, that's bars. This man that's just said it. That's the most far version of fiction that there is. Because there's always going to be that one episode that reminds the viewers of the reality of what the black experience. This nigga is black. That's for exactly that what it's character going to be. when they don't have the costume on, and we saw that even when they introduced Isaiah Bradley mm-hmm. afterwards. You know, they're going. Him and Bucky are going back to I don't know the car, or whatever, and the cops just show up and they're like, "Nigga, get in the car." And he's <laughs> like, "What?" And like, and like they were just arguing, and then Bucky's like, "Do you know who like who this man is?" Like. <laughs> Gotta do that double take because we all look alike. Because we all look alike, and so like, there's always gonna be that episode or that 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 clip where it's just like, "Nah, nigga, you still a nigga." So get the fuck in the car. Oh, man, that was so that was yeah. A personally, that was a poignant <laughs> remark though. Like that said, it's the highest level of fiction there is. Whew. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why to feel like I feel bad, but I feel like. <laughs> but that's the thing, that like. Was, you literally like written a gut punch, yeah. like that was it. It was just like my guy. You were just like, it's so unrealistic that we can't write it. Okay, because unfortunately, that's what the reality is. Right, everything, all levels of media come from some level of reality, and so. Right. Whew. What about what about Blue Marvel though, Dan? Do they have that? Blue Marvel do that? has a little bit of trauma though. Still. Hmm. A lot of times he has to keep proving that he's the best amongst white peers. Like, there was a dialogue between him and uh, Dr. Doom. Uh, Doom. Yeah, Doom Dr. God? Doom. It was Dr. Doom. So, so he's like, do you understand? Like, I can literally fight, physically fight a black hole. Something Dr. Doom can't do. But, you know, Doom was just like, 
you black though. Like, <laughs> how would we know? I have to Google that. Wait, he's not like what? it's not like it's not simplified like that, but it's, a, <laughs> like, it's obviously this is a paraphrase. It's very, it's very like nuanced because yeah. every time you see Blue Marvel, you have to remember that oh, one he was written fairly recent, but mm-hmm. then retcon to have existed for so long in the Marvel universe, mm. and which I guess is Marvel's apology for like writing, you know, the black exploitation comics that they wrote, but you can't you can't forget those mm-hmm. so. They, it happened, and <laughs> Luke Cage talked like that for a long time. Long time. Long time. Can't look at Gi- Misty Knight the Gi- same, even though she's got that Gi- cool-ass Gi- arm. Turkey. But how do you guys feel about Isaiah Bradley? That's how I feel. <laughs> right. We, we, were, we were about to go there. So um, how do I feel? I guess maybe because I read the most out of, if not the same amount of with Sterling. Um, it's a traumatic story. It's 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 written from a place of pain, mm-hmm. um, because unfortunately the only way we can really be heroic in a land that we would so also be representing is to supersede that trauma, right? Like we're we're often identified as hostile because we've taken on so much pain, and white people have internalized in their minds that we have not forgiven them for it. So therefore, that's why we're fighting all the time. And that's not always the case. I mean, I'm angry about racism. I'm angry about the injustices. I'm angry that we keep seeing people shot on camera. And there's just like no quick enough reaction to it other than like, she didn't know it was a a, a taser. You know, stuff like that. So you're like, you have to keep, your characters have to keep rising above all of this. And then expected to still fight for an entire country. Like Isaiah Bradley's story is not unsimilar, uh, dissimilar to my grandfather's, mm. who fought in World War II, and can still come back here and be called a nigga to his face, mm. or told he can't drink from the same water fountain, or told that he can't eat, sit in the ice cream parlor. So you know, yeah, I'm not. I can't linger on this one too long because it'll, it'll bug me. Um, and, you know, try not to get choked up. But that's why seeing him made me cry on screen. <laughs> like, the <laughs> moment I saw the character uh, in that episode, like, I literally turned to my wife and I was like, I don't know if I can watch this. Because if they show any more of him and any more of the rest of the show, and they will, um, as they promised. But, like, had they continued that scene any longer, I just would have been. No my more shirt would have been moist. I would have been <laughs> This is no more this good. Is messed up, man. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how I feel about Isaiah Bradley in the Marvel Universe. Um, I think I don't think there's any, anything I have to say that that really hasn't already been said. Um, it's he's commentary on a big part. Uh, well, one part of the black experience. I can appreciate that. Um, I actually only know Isaiah through his grandson. Eli, mm-hmm. who's Patriot, and um, seeing him run around, uh, he wasn't in Young Avengers when I was reading. It was right because I was reading right after Siege, and it was um, heroic age. Seeing him like run around, um, I was like, "Oh man, that's really cool." I appreciated his character, but yeah, I, I think you guys said it so eloquently, so well put. I'm just going to move on to the next question. 
All right. I can read a question now. Okay, question. All right. In season two, episode eight, Snyder okay. Cut, what, what? Right? Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Jayhawk assumed that the Barflies knew that Ryan Choi was the Adam and refused to let Sterling mention it on the podcast. <laughs> Ashley Perry that. asks, why? So, and this might be my own bubble, but in my world, usually, especially when it comes to um, comic book stuff, I am, like, the last to know with a lot of things. Or, like, it's just, it just does not dawn on me. So, in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, I didn't know who Ryan Choi was. I know they gave this man a lot of screen time, but it was just, like... (laughs) Why is like is he supposed to be important? Like he even got, he got like one of the last scenes when he becomes like the director and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just like, I guess I'm supposed to know who this guy is. But like to my mind, I've never seen an an Asian person be anything really in like the DC world or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I I I I assumed that I once again was the last person to know anything and everything. And on top of that. I am also usually one to where I don't want to be told stuff. Um, so, like, if I don't know it, let me look it up on my own. And then <laughs> don't don't be telling me stuff, <laughs> right? Like, why would like, I want to le- learn something? No, legit. From you. Even um, even something as simple as like, <laughs> even something as simple as knowing um, how many episodes there are in a season. Like, it's uh, true. You didn't want to know that. <laughs> I, did, I didn't want to know. Oh, like, I. I I didn't want to know that there were six episodes in. (laughs) I didn't say I didn't say in what though, but you guys probably know. I already I assumed because because um to Sterling's point, I forget if he said he said this on the show or if this was like after we were done recording. He's like we as a generation move at the speed of memes, where it's like like there's there you can Google something and there'll be like thirty articles of people who have already done the research or like, and you can piece together stuff. So it's like, I literally like try to put blinders on um, when going into like a new project, just so I can, um, (laughs) just take your time. boss. Take your time. Whenever you're done, take your time. Josh wasn't making any like valid points or anything. Just take your time. That's funny. But no, just so that I can go in with like a clean slate. (laughs) Uh, of how Gotta to love judge. This is the final episode of the season, right? <laughs> Gotta love it. Of how to judge a a piece of work on its merit alone and without any um any kind of filter or like mm, mm. actually, which is like it's fine if that's you, but like for me personally, what? I just like to go <laughs> right. <laughs> I just like to go excuse. Me. <laughs> I mean you. You pointed at both of us without pointing at both of us. I understand what you meant. I but the Blurbird doesn't... We're not passive-aggressive in any way, shape, right. or form. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so that's that's why I assumed that people knew about it. And, honest... Never mind. But, yeah, that's why I assumed that people knew about I think, it. I think only because of the position that we're in, um, being a podcast that mm-hmm. gets less listened to regularly... Um, in the we're kind of now like responsible to know, like to be in the know. Like we can, we can definitely judge stuff at its merit, like face value, and not dig any deeper. But I think with the territory of nerddom, the the idea is to at least know more. 
Right, of the I source material. That. I'm not saying that's that. something you have to do. I'm not. Well, you know. no, no, no. I, I, I was about to say, like, I get that, but I think because once again, there are three of us. Right. Like, I have never perpetrated or said to be the comic book connoisseur, right? No, so no, it's no, no, like, no. Somalia of superheroes. Like, I have a lane, and I stick. You to have it, your lane. And that's like, and that's it. Um, it's Brawl Stars. That's the one. Right, exactly. Um, and I just want to always be true to that. And, I you know, there might I, there I might think... be a nerd who, like, also is in my same position where they, like, right. they, they're not a nerd in that sense. So. And I understand that, but I think at the same time, and we do this more so off the podcast, I guess, of filtering out what may be said or not said in the podcast so that way... We're either not oversaturating you with a bunch of back content, mm-hmm. um, and then also at the same time still acknowledging the references that are being made, mm-hmm. because I think you know directors do Easter egg stuff because they want the fans and the nerds to be like, oh, so right. you know, right? Oh, that's Adam Warlock. Oh, I get that. So I think to a degree, there's a balance with everything to make sure that we're like doing some of that. For people who may have missed it, you know, you may have fallen asleep halfway through Godzilla vs. Kong and still not missed anything. So, yeah, you know, right. it is what it is. Next question, Big Dan. Thank you, Josh, for your for your breakdown in your. Mm-hmm. What you got, Big Dan? Which which one uh, we got? We got plenty to choose from. We got plenty got of time. Of this is great. Um, what question number eight from Ashley P? Um, Ashley Perry. Well, you put Ashley P here, so I'm going to read how it's written here. Uh, But Ashley Perry, now I know your full name. Uh, What did you like best of the format changes from season one to season two? Um, Mm. mm, I guess this is a question for me. I didn't even realize that I was reading it like it was a question for me, but it is. uh, Because I think I did a lot of the research for the tech. And upgrading and all that stuff. Um, Obviously, with the help of both of my co-hosts here. um, I think we were definitely thinking in the realm of how does this get better for the the bar flies? Like, some people want to watch us be animated and talk about um, our daddy issues and... There was surprising lack of daddy issues in season two. There was a lot. There was a lack of daddy issue talk in season two, and I felt like it was my responsibility to bring that up right here, right now, in this moment. Um, And so those format format changes came with the fact that you guys didn't know we were recording at a bar. Sometimes we weren't, but you know, (laughs) we also have the bar set up. So to be called the blur bar, we wanted to at least bring that visual visualization. Um, and we, you know, I don't know if we talked about it on this podcast, but we are also focusing on doing some like production level stuff. And so if we get that equipment, why are we not putting to use for a video podcast? A lot of people are now watching podcasts instead of listening to them. Um, that's how a lot of the formats are being. I don't know if you would say viewed consumed consumed um you know but obviously like joe rogan's Mm -hmm. up on stage people Mm -hmm. that we are familiar with um yeah so we were like we gotta throw our hat in the ring um we we get in the 
slowly, but we getting those views out here. So I'm appreciating yeah. that. And we're diversifying where people can go and yes. listen to them. Listen to us and I think that's even better. Yeah. So. Yeah. What'd you I like, Josh? Uh, what did I like best of the format changes? Um, <laughs> I do think it's it's fun, especially I, one thing that I really enjoyed was the fact that we were able to have guests on, and mm. we were able to have guests, and that you were able to see our guests, um, and see their reactions to like our shenanigans, um, and I think uh, that would be great, and it'll be even greater when we get to a point where the guests can actually be like with us, right. We can mm-hmm. all be in like in one location. Um, I think that could be like really wild. Uh, I think that might be actually like my, my, the best part, it, the video aspect, but more specifically the fact that we had guests because with the addition of guests and video, it's just like a, a double, literally a double layer of just like freshness to it that I enjoyed. Yeah. So what did I really enjoy about the format changes? Um, I really just like video. I like be, you guys being able to see us. Um, I think it was actually in a lost episode of the Blair Bar one that you guys didn't get. But there was one time where Josh was like literally laughing so hard. He stood up and then like he was just on the floor. And it was just like seeing us like laugh and really get into it. I, I think that's pretty cool. I enjoy that. I don't. Was that a lost episode? I'm pretty sure I that was. Yeah, that's a lost episode. I don't think it was. I, I thought. Like I thought wasn't. that. I thought that made it because because Dan was like Josh is on the floor, and I think that's and <laughs> I think that's in the episode. I didn't get that in post. Um, but uh, really, that was season it, one though, right? But it, it could it could also be something could have happened where yes, it it is not. It did get um, yeah caught in post. I don't right. remember. But yeah, I, I remember that night though. That that was a funny night. I think that had to do with daddy issues. Yes, probably. Yes, it did. I'm pretty sure it had to do with daddy issues. Probably. It's been surprising the lack uh, of daddy issues in season two. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's. We were trying to keep it wholesome for the entire family to enjoy. We we growing out here. Daddy's daddy's included. Um. <laughs> I guess I'll go we, next. Yeah, we got we got a couple more questions. We got plenty of time. We might have to get that one in post. <laughs> I'll go next. Um, I'm gonna go with question five because oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go quick straight down the, the thing. Whenever we decide to jump, I'm still just gonna go back and go down. Um, okay. Question five, uh, and Sterling, you're gonna have to pronounce the name. Um, do you think society will ever fully accept a polyamorous? relationship and that's from our boy from... poochie saru oh i would have said it right okay cool yeah um, i would have said it correctly as well i'm surprised so uh the funny thing about that is um i've been watching star trek enterprise which mm. dropped in 2004 and there's even there's a a, a race of aliens called the denobulans Denob- where like he he's the doctor on the ship and he's like Oh yeah, it's common practice for, you know, I have three wives and those three wives have three husbands and those three husbands have three wives <laughs> and that's just like how we do things, like it's fine. Um so and that was back in 2004. Um not to say that being poly is something of science fiction, but it's the fact that it was already 
already accepted to put on screen for people to see, I could easily see like my grandkids coming over for like Thanksgiving or something. And I don't, I don't know what it's called, but like a poly tribe, like they bring their poly tribe and that's just like, it's just it's polycule. It, it's polycule. Polycule. And like, like molecule. Yes. Somebody in my generation, like, you know, my wife might be like, I just don't understand. Right. But it's just going to be <laughs> the way you did that. Um, I'm, I'm trying not to, if you but, get in trouble. You got to get that in post, home dog, moon dog. We got to get that in post. No, nope. but like I, I'm I'll saying stay. somebody from um, from our generation, I could see that being their thought process. But well, like, OK, I'll could, wait till you're done. Well, yeah, I'm saying somebody from our generation, like I think there's still enough. Uh, it's not mainstream enough that even people in our generation probably aren't OK with it. Um, but by that, <laughs> that is time, correct. By the t- <laughs> but by the time my kids have kids and that and those kids are old enough to actually bring people to like the family dinners or whatever like i could i could see it being accepted um i mean don't you know quote me on that like nah josh said back in, <laughs> <laughs> little slippy said back in 2021 that this is going to be cool like don't don't hold me to that but i could i could see it being more accepted by that time yeah i mean i think the question says, will society, and I think the uh, it mm. might need to be narrowed down to Western culture, American culture. But at the same time, even then, I mean, society at points in human the human race, it exists already. It has existed. Um, a lot of what Western civilization has cultivated as far as society is concerned comes from, you know, Roman culture once Constantine gotten uh got to be emperor and so monogamous relationships and you know all that stuff became uh all that stuff structured and altered and it is what it you know. Honestly, you're in the land of the free, home of the brave, do what you want. I don't I'm can't nobody tell you to do anything. Now if you're trying to like be on people's taxes and stuff I can't help you with that. That's you know that, what? That's out of my wheelhouse. I'm I don't, glad and I don't think you that. really care that much to be on somebody else's taxes. I'm if you, you care that much to be on people's taxes, I don't know, man. If I if I didn't have to be, you know, I love my wife, but if it was taxes. If let, was let's, about, let me let me let me cut in real quick, Big <laughs> I'm just saying. Why oh, why no. am I being? Hold on. I love my wife, but why am I being penalized? For being in a household. The Blair Bar needs a new host. Do you think that you should be a part of the Blair Bar? <laughs> Dan will not, Big Dan will not be here for season three. But no, I'm saying, I'm dead serious. But like, you know, married people, uh, monogamous relationships, civil unions, you can hype them up all you want, but then you also got to pay them taxes. It is what it is. So I'm not going to tell nobody else how to live their life. If you subscribe to something that is completely your choice, the constitution shouldn't be preventing you from that at the same time. Are you telling other people how they should feel about it? I also don't ascribe to that because people are going to feel the way they're going to feel regardless. I walk outside and a police officer says taser and it's not, you know, it is what it is. is I can't change that person's mind. Um, at the same time, you, you shouldn't be 
dragged through the city streets and put, you know, scarlet letters all over your body because we have cell phones now. and You can do those in the comments. Anyway, that was a facetious joke and poorly done. But it is. Let me, it let is, let me jump in real quick, Big Dan. <laughs> people have feelings and they're going to disagree with you regardless of whether you do it right or if you do it in a way that makes them feel comfortable. They're still going to feel like it's wrong. That is true. That's just how things go. Yes. I agree. How do you feel? I've said white people on this podcast way too many times. I'm pretty sure white people don't like certain white people don't like me about it. It is what it is. All right, let me let me just jump in for the third time. But I love Dan. everybody, man. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have a blessed night. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, I appreciate your comment on the the taxes. So, for those of you guys who do not know, um, I am non monogamous. Specifically, I am polyamorous. Um. To answer the question, because I know we are, we are in time frame, we got a lot of questions to hit up. To answer the question, I think society will only be accepting of a poly, polyamorous relationships. Are I we think there about is Western society. I'm sorry. Sure, are we Western, about Western society? society. Yeah, sure. Because uh, that's all I've just because I feel like there's soci- there's societies and cultures that already do this, and it's not a thing. See, I see what you're saying, and I don't, I don't have enough data to get into that. Anyway, I think there is a chance, but it's going to be after the fall of capitalism, because everything that polyamory stands for is anti-capitalist. It's like taking its autonomy and saying this person can do what they want. Right. Because we were fed me personally. We were fed the whole idea of the nuclear family. Like, oh, you know, uh, fall in love, get married, have a baby. Name him Nate if it's a boy. Right. It was a scam. (laughs) That's not how that goes. (laughs) We got got. okay. Um, I I say that to say that most families are. I don't know. I say that to say oh, most no. families are non-traditional, right? Like, it's not... How many of us do actually fall into the nuclear family? I know I didn't. I know many people who listen to this podcast did not, right? So, acceptance of a non-monogamous relationship, specifically a polyamorous relationship, like, it's going to be the form... To me, we're going to hit that point when the forms are different. When tax forms are different. When a person... Uh, when a kid is in school and they have, like, the parent guardian forms where it's more than two more than two slots in there for that you know what i mean um stuff like that when we don't have to worry when people don't give kickback about their partner being in the hospital and i was like oh sorry only their spouse can visit them you know because you they have more than one partner so it's these interesting interactions that like you know y'all like monogamous people don't have to think about you know that's a part of what y'all got going on and that's that's great for Which y'all. Which means we don't got to think about them. I definitely have to keep updating, like, forms. I have to fill out forms. Being married is literally filling out forms for the rest <laughs> of life. Like. Sterling's inhale pose. <laughs> yeah, he, he, definitely, he, took, he took it in, but I'm like, and I, I mean, this is obviously another episode in and of itself. Or is it, A though? completely different podcast. I'm just going to get thing. all the polyamorous people I can. Just be like, come talk about being polyamorous on the blurb. <laughs> no, but you know, I'm just like, it, it's it's a conversation that I think transcends more so than the question that's being asked in the blurb bar, right? Yeah. We got all, we got other questions to get we to. We got, all we got other, other questions, and that that is definitely a 
an episode, if not a series in and of itself. I think it's or possible. It's I'm gonna say it might be its own podcast. It might no. We got other questions. There's no one out here having a poly a poly podcast about <laughs> there. Poly there issues. are multiple actually. Um, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Jesus. All right. So question seven a. We love everybody out here. So I don't know uh, why it seemed to get tense. It wasn't tense. I think we all just have different perspectives. Wait, wait. which question seven are you on? Question seven a. Question seven a. Question seven a. When are we getting merch with cartoon versions of the Blurred Bar hosts? I didn't know that was a thing that you guys wanted, honestly. Who, who asked this question? Ashley who Perry? wants my face on a hoodie? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. That, that's another thing. It's like, Key, I don't know if we Key need, Small wants your face know, on a hoodie. I don't know if we need visual I representation guess. of how many people are fans of Sterling, right? Like, for right. Our own personal. Hey, hey, like, Keith is a big Sterling fan. Hoodie Stop sold out. The Sterling <laughs> hoodie is sold out. But we got this big Dan hoodie, though. Right, fifty percent off. Right, like, and it's still right. like, nah, we don't care. Nah, like, let us know when you get that Sterling back in stock. Right, um, he's hateful. Nah. Why would I want that on my hoodie? Yeah. I honestly didn't know that was a thing. Um, but I mean, if you guys, if you guys want it, if you like it, we love it. Yeah, we'll put it. We'll throw them up there. Let's get let's get this video to two thousand views. 2,000 views. What's the like? Like, 2,000 views, 150 likes. Bam, y'all got it. Let's go. Let's uh, Easy. Easy piece. Here's what we're going to do. Because that's a high number. We don't D- even have a... If they want it, they, the pe- give the people what they want. We're not going to get 2,000 followers, my guy. As a, um, that, was, that was a wild... I said 2,000 views. He threw views. that number out like we got millions of followers. <laughs> Sterling uh, definitely told y'all, nah, y'all not getting no. that. <laughs> that's, uh, a, that's what Sterling said. That's what he said, apparently. Uh yeah, I think but we get 150 if y'all really want my face on a hoodie, I don't see y'all just want Sterling's face on a hoodie is what y'all saying. That's what that question is. <laughs> well, no, they could also have all three of us, right? It could be all three of us, and then then that's we could, cool. des- we could design one where it's like that at the bar, and then all three 150 of us. likes. Okay, <laughs> we'll we'll work on a design for we'll you. We'll talk about how you guys will get it, but it's in the works. Right. Next question. Uh, 150 likes. <laughs> you asking for too much, bro. Next we question. don't even average 30 likes. What is you doing out here? Who's Who has the next question? Um, all right. I think this is a really, really easy one, seeing as we're, we're coming up on time. Uh, question number nine. Would you like to see the Snyderverse continue? And this comes no. from our boy uh, Anderson Ryan. Future guest, great artist. Um, that's gonna be a big old no for me. Jayhawk, your thoughts? <laughs> Question nine. Um, oh, okay, I see where it is. Uh, loaded <laughs> <No>. question. <laughs> loaded question. I think the Snyder Cut opened the door to great possibilities. I think the issue is that everyone is wary to give DC any more of their time or money when it comes to the DCEU. Um, and that's kind of like what I want to see more movies kind of, but do I want to gamble it being horrible and me just feeling more like, why is, why is DC bad at live action movies? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that, I think that's the real issue that I think hardcore fans are having where it's just like, I wish you would just be great. And every time you're just not doing it you're just not providing so it's just like 
why? So that's that's kind of where it's it's a loaded question. I think people. I think if there is a way that you could promise the DC fans <laughs> that it would be a good movie, you can't then, do that. That's irresponsible. Like like you have to promise. It has to be like written in like. Pinky swear. The book of names. Like, the DC, like, the Snyderverse will be continuing and it's going to be good. People will be like, all right, I might give it a try on HBO Max on a rainy Saturday when I ain't got nothing else to do. Outside of that. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) the only reason why we watched the Snyder Cut is because it was all this hype about it and we're a part of this podcast. Otherwise, yeah, I was gonna say I watched it because I need to talk about it. That was it. Other th- other than that, no. Yeah. Um, I guess the longer version of my answer beyond no is the MCU is like the Big Mac, right? Mm-hmm. And every other major chain tries to have their their Whopper, their their Dave, you know, the Wendy's number two. I guess I don't even know what the what that's what it's called. Um, Never frozen beef. Okay. Um, Checker is always just trying to name a burger because it runs right through you. Um, Dog, I couldn't name Arby's a Checker's burger. Gun to my head. I could not name a Checker's burger right now. <laughs> Don't they have Mother, the Baconator? They have something called... It's no, the Baconator. It's King. King. No, no, it's, it's something King. like Son of Bacon or something like that. Really? Mother of Bacon. I, I don't remember. Anyway, and I think the DC universe or extended universe is trying to do... They they came too late to the MCU setup, and I honestly think now we're we're suffering from superhero movie fatigue. Mm-hmm. We're we're getting if we're not there yet, we we getting there. We are we are swiftly approaching, <clears throat> and um, because you can't keep getting fed cake and expect to feel good about it, and then they're like, oh, we put a little blood in your cake, a little bit of gore, you know. You're like, okay. after a while. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> Thanks for cleaning that up. <laughs> I, said, I, no, I, I followed up. So, um, you know, I just, I don't think, I don't know if they're ever going to do anything that meets the pop culture standard hmm. to to be the MCU or the Snyderverse. I think people like creating internet buzz and, you know, do what you will with that. But... We already have established WB don't care about none of y'all. <laughs> they don't like money. They like telling people no. You ever met a person that like looks at little kids and just be like will say things to trigger them? Like no, just to see how long, how large or big they cry. You're like, oh okay, you're one of those people, psychos. I don't think that I have, Big Dan. As I, I say, don't think that, that I. Have. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, next question. <laughs> Wait a minute. My parenting is not coming into question right now. Nobody said it was. There's there's people out here who just like looking at little kids and being like, my ice cream, just to see if they're going to cry. And I know that for a fact because I've seen people do it because it's done to me because I've had bad cousins. I'm going to go to a quick question. (laughs) I'm going to go to a quick question. Um, Please. (laughs) Question 9C. Uh... Does Jujutsu Kaisen have the ability to be the next best mainstream anime? Um, I'm going to say... Short answer is yes. I'm going to say yes. 
Uh, yes. I would like to argue that you will be able to go back after months or years and binge the series, or at least season one, because that's all we have right now, and still mm-hmm. enjoy it without skipping episodes yep. like yep. Naruto or Dragon Ball Z. Like, I think, mm-hmm. like, I would even possibly change my score to, like, a 4.9. Cause I, st- I still can't. But like, <laughs> oh, what? Have, Yo, have, you know who you're being right now? More episodes. I have three more episodes for me to either agree or disagree with you. Josh, right now you know, where I'm at, I'm full, I'm cool with it. No, Josh, you're being the teacher. You're being the teacher. To, mm, there are no perfect papers. That's all you're doing. That's all <laughs> you're doing. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just telling you uh, what my score is. <laughs> and but like it's it's literally like yeah, like it I thought I thought uh, Attack on Titan was going to be one of the the best ones off of the first season. And then the other seasons happened. But like so far like Jujutsu Kaisen like it's it's been great. So I got the next question here. Uh, okay. Question 13. Sterling, did you answer? Yes or no? No, yeah, a resounding yes. Hello? Yes, go yes. ahead. Easy. <laughs> Question 13. How do you feel about the closeness of Gotham and Metropolis as presented in Batman versus Superman and Justice League versus in the comics? Um, who asked this question? Uh, my cousin. Okay. <laughs> so, he, he, um, wrote, he wrote how he wanted to be introduced because he didn't want to make sure that there was any like nepotism going on, but it's just... Okay. It, it's my cousin. Your cousin. He, That's he's fine. a barfly. It's fine. He's a barfly. I respect it. Um, I'll answer this question first, I guess. Yeah. Um, based on Batman versus... This is one of the few things I'll praise those movies for. Hmm. They got it right. If you go back into like the late 80s or late 70s, there's a map of where Metropolis is, which is Metropolis is in Delaware not New York and Gotham city is in New Jersey. They're Mm. both coast cities, uh, right. And they're divided by a body of water. BVS and J, uh, justice league got it right. Mm. Mm. Big tunnel. That's cool. Cause honestly, this is literally what I wrote geographically and appearance wise. I honestly didn't think about it. Dan question mark. (laughs) (laughs) answered that question (laughs) Um, but yeah I mean because I know that the metaphor was that Gotham is New York City at night Metropolis is New York City in the daytime but Metropolis is in Delaware so Gotham is in New Jersey as it should be because everything is equal in New Jersey I think it's fine it's not something I'm sweating particularly there are lots of bad things to look at at Batman versus Superman and just one of the few things they got right. So that's fine. Uh, I don't, it's, it, it's not, it didn't lose points for being convenient. <laughs> that's not where it lost. <laughs> no. Sterling, do you have your next question? Cause I actually know what my next one's going to be. Next question. Um, what are our opinions on suicide squad two, directed by James Gunn? Ahead, I'm excited to see what James Gunn is going to do, and it's James Gunn. He hasn't let us down so far. It's true. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is a surprising smash hit, and James Ch- Gunn should have been doing this for Suicide Squad, but obviously he was busy with Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Guardians of the Galaxy was so powerful, it left shockwaves through the whole superhero movie cinematic genre. Like it changed the way that Thor got filmed. Straight up changed changed the way Suicide the original Suicide Squad got filmed. You know? Oh yeah, they were like, Oh, this is good. Reshoots. <laughs> so um I'm sorry, Dan, go ahead and me cut you off. No, that was it. I, I kept mine short and sweet on that one. Um, this is all I wrote. Uh, I'm not expecting much. Take it for what it is. A possibly fun and raunchy ride. Kind of like the Expendables DC edition. Um, and people might find that to be disrespectful towards James Gunn. I'm just thinking about, unfortunately, the last thing in my mind when I think of Suicide Squad is what I saw. Which was Suicide Squad. <laughs> so the fact that you, they got what comes to mind when you think about Suicide Squad? <laughs> Trash. Like, like the fact Trash that they got a second one. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they got a second one. I'm just like, it might be a bit more fun. It looks, it looks a bit more. It looks more fun as opposed to like what they did, and that's probably because of the reshoots. Um, but the fact that like even from the trailer, the there's a giant rainbow starfish or whatever like that like star whoa. yo whoa. the conqueror whoa. you that's important respect the star that's important so this also might uh to ashley p's uh comment earlier or question this might come to the fact that i don't really know much so and i didn't research <laughs> it yet so it's just like i see we a won't giant we, i won't i won't ruin it for you but i just know. see a giant starfish and i'm just like but like the fuck does this all mean like why does this look stupid now now this looks stupid and i'm not ex- i'm not honestly excited for it so i mean he's considered a galactus level villain on some levels so i mean i'm yeah. excited to see what they do i'm i'm very interested to see what they do um specifically another part of uh andy's anderson this is from anderson ryan um he was like how do we feel about them using the same characters but not being clear if it's a direct sequel or if it's a different universe or how are we feeling about that mm. I'm fine that. I'm so, at peace with it I had to double check that Idris Elba was a new black person and they just weren't like Idris Elba is now Will Smith <laughs> and <laughs> I'm happy to report that he is a different person altogether <laughs> I'm happy some, with that. Some, some um, of us knew. <laughs> well, I just had... Because I didn't know what his um his character was called. So, like, I looked up, yeah. like, the cast. And I was like, oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so, yeah. It's... It's, uh... It'll be interesting to see. I think that's... I think that's that'll be one of the questions that they have to answer within the movie. Um, at least I hope that they would answer within the movie. Of, like, is They're this, not. like... I would two, I would appreciate James Gunn or... just being like, you didn't see anything. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> None of, nothing happened. Don't even pay attention. Yep. Um, Isn't this fun? So yeah. The first Suicide Squad movie that has ever been made. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I mean, yes. If this movie is that... a, if this movie is a gentle, no, 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 yeah, a shh reboot, <laughs> a silent <Yeah>. reboot. <laughs> yep. Um. I'd be fine with that if it was a silent reboot, but it it will be interesting to see which... uh, It'll be interesting to see uh, which direction they take for that. Um, Next question. I'm just going to keep it moving. It's fine. Um, You're about to make me ruin this equipment here. You better chill. 
I really like both question 10 and question 11. Um, but question Wait, you still reading question 10 after the Among Us nonsense? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's Make sure funny. you go no. check out the shortest and game exactly. of Among Us that we've ever because played. Because of that, I'm not reading question 10. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to cuss anymore. <laughs> question 11. <laughs> no, just read the question. <laughs> Question 11. Hey, Tone, I got this, you on the next one. I got this, you. This comes from my cousin. Fuck you, Tone. Um, what black DC character launches, <laughs> launches your DC universe? Who or what team do they connect with over a span of movies? Um, Ooh. That was, honest, that was a... When I read this question, I was like, is this an episode? It, it might be. And only because it's a deep dive into... Like, do you, like, are we saying that they meet up with other black superheroes? Are we trying to have this, like, on, like, BET only, right? Like, it's just, like, blackity, black, black, black. Um, because I would start it with Jon Stewart or Black Is Lightning. there a question? When I saw this question, I was like, is there a question? <laughs> there can be. Calm, is I anybody on the blur bar? Like, wow, I really like Hawkman. Like, calm, <laughs> first of all, calm your boots. Do not hate. But I'm I, fine with that. So I said John Stewart or Black Lightning, and he somehow teams up or slash meets Cyborg, and like the Outsiders get started, like that kind of a thing. But also, like I re I Google researched um, black superheroes in DC, and they don't got a deep ass roster. So like <laughs> that no. that that black verse <laughs> would get that'd be a really short trilogy of a movie. Or Vixen like, be showing up like, hey, what's up? And we be like. <laughs> Like you can three, stay. <laughs> that's like three seasons. You know what I mean. So like, at some point, you're gonna have to start incorporating, unfortunately, other people. Or not DC's unfortunately, have to, but like, yeah, right. We'll get it in post. Well, no, no. I no. mean, unfortunately, he like said what he said, like white people, like you're gonna have to start bringing in like the whites, like you know those people that Sterling <laughs> don't like. You know, like, <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but no legit um i think i think at some point i would love to start it with john stewart i think that'd be a really cool thing to do but at some point you're it can't just be like a a black verse right it just can't be um black twitter you know or i don't verse. i don't know if you can do <laughs> i don't know if you can achieve that without do, addressing once again black drama yeah he didn't. That wasn't the question he asked. Like, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Um, given my heavy disdain for DC, right? Heavy. Um, heavy. That being said, most of the time that I look at these characters, John Stewart is probably the most fleshed out. Second to you know Cyborg, mm-hmm. obviously, who mm-hmm. literally once again suffered from black exploitation until really being written into his own. Um, what about Static Shock? Static Shock actually wasn't DC at first. He was Milestone until mm. DC took over Milestone. So give me that. And now Milestone's back. And then Milestone's back, but they're still under the label of DC. So mm-hmm. you know, um, but I think <laughs> also obviously. I could, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. Also, I couldn't see starting a franchise with Static Shock. Like it is what it is. Sorry. You 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 can't. Like, He's straight. <laughs> unfortunately, you like, can't. Sorry, but um, but Cyborg obviously I think would have been the first person to choose. 
Mm. Uh, because in Sterling, forgive me, John Stewart is a green cop. He is. He's a he green is. space cop. He is, yeah. I don't bang with cops. <laughs> so. But people and, love cops. I'm not going to say some people. people. I sound like I say who people, but people love cops. I would assume it's blue people. Um, if, but anyway. I get it. The, the mall is referencing the Mauler twins. <laughs> from All green Invincible. people look alike. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Anyway, I'm sorry. That was fun. I I love that joke. I'm going to have to cut that clip. All green people look alike? That too. Um, (laughs) But um, obviously you bring in Jon Stewart. Obviously, if not first, then second. Um, But sometimes Jon Stewart just, he's, he's in space. And I think whenever you do a space story, black people aren't black people anymore. They're aliens, just like every other alien. So I said what I said. <clears throat> I can see what you mean. Hmm. hmm. That's an that's interesting though because depending on where you start John Stewart's movie, if we start off with him already being the Green Lantern and he's off doing space stuff, then you finally get that a a tier um person who technically doesn't have to deal with the black trauma because he's an alien amongst aliens. But then yeah, at some point, but he's you're still, going, he's still you're going started. to do a he's flashback. Still got, yeah. yeah, at some point, you're going to have to go back and then... Don't don't they actually do that episode in Justice League? I feel like he actually comes back to goes back to his hometown, I think. Hmm. And like, I he's just that. like I'm not... Not in, not in costume, but... Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Probably. deals with being black, but because why but not? Yeah. Anyway, but, uh, uh, yeah, that was John my, Stewart. yeah, yeah, mine so John Stewart too. Easy, GG. <laughs> okay, easy. I'm easy. Let's go. Next answer, question. Answer that question. Um, John Stewart. Should dare? Uh, question fourteen. Should Daredevil enter into the movies or stay a series? Given the Disney guardrails, mm. I don't think he should get the Disney guardrails. Should he appear in movies? Yes. I don't think he should get his own movie. Mm. He's very... Uh, what was very smart about the Netflix uh, series was that it being episodic told a better story of Daredevil. Daredevil mm. in a movie does not work. We saw it already. Yeah. It don't work. Him don't I walk have some good. people who argue that's the Ben Affleck curse, but continue. Yes, but it was also a writer's curse because if you listen to the dialogue in that movie, it was bad. Bro, so, and somehow we got an Electra movie? Do you remember that, yo? That was That's because there was a contract that was written before this movie, so they were like, hey, we bring you on. You getting your spinoff, girl. And, She's like, fuck it. And then she check. just disappeared into mediocrity and then came back mediocre. So it is what it is. Anyway, Daredevil... He's a street-level superhero. Um, at most, might get called in for an attack on New York City. Probably won't. He's more of, like, the last to be called. Because whenever there's something that goes on in New York City, he's just like, Hell's Kitchen needs my help. <laughs> and you're like, we get that, though. But there's aliens in Batman. Manhattan. He He's very good at his Batman. job, though. 
He is very good at his he job. He is very good at his job. He has superpowers. He mm, He's very okay. much... I see what you're saying. Yeah. I wouldn't call him a broke Batman. I would give that more so to maybe, like, Moon Knight. But Moon Knight mm. is and, psychologically and, broken. Therefore, you know. Right. I just meant it as, like, yeah. he can fight. But, like, because he don't have the funds to get a bat armor or a, a Batmobile. Yeah, but, I mean, there's been times where he ended up getting Heimdall's sword in the comic books and then mm. was able to be all-seeing at the same time was blind. And so because wow. he was blind, that helped him be all-seeing better because no n- normal human would have been able to take all that information in mm-hmm. and, like, still be good at it. It was only for like three issues. I understand your eye roll. I rolled Make my eyes when I read good. it, but I was like, "It's cool." Anyway, <laughs> he needs he needs a show. I'm fine with seeing him in a movie mm-hmm. to help Peter Parker, or you know stuff like that. But he don't mm-hmm. need no full movie. Mm-hmm. We I don't. Why? Why would you do that? We all know his origin story. It's not that great. Yeah. No, it's okay. I'm fine with. It. Yeah. Give me an hour episode. 13 of those, I'm fine. What yeah. say you all? Um, I said if it was if it was going to happen, I, I also agree that it would have to stay a series. Um, but unfortunately, it would have to be rebooted again, right? Because we, we uh, there was the again. movie, and then we had the Netflix amazingness. Um, but it have to it, it would have to stay a series, and build. I don't know if it needs to be rebooted. To, I feel like the <clears throat> the powers that be would want it to be. It could be a soft reboot. We could if if you can get if you can take care of it within the first three to five minutes. That's fine. <laughs> like, and then you just like secret war happened like, fifteen yeah. years later or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like. It, well, I mean, it's just in like, the first season, fine, they do talk I, about I the attack in New York, having right? to be rebooted because, because. Right, but like, just because of how great, at least to me, the first um, that that Netflix series was, like. That mm-hmm. that's like when if you think of Daredevil now before before Netflix you thought of Ben Affleck now when you think of Daredevil it's it's that series so mm. for it to be really under the the Disney bandwagon and the Disney umbrella I feel like there would have to be at least a little bit of a soft reboot even if it's from the first five minutes of the first episode. Or if you wanted to do the first episode or whatever, you know what I mean? Like it just, it would, I feel like it would have to happen. Um, and then always have dared. Oh, then I said, build back up to having the defenders being a thing, but then always have daredevil's realm, which would be like the defenders realm also, um, playing in the background and being affected by the big timers, the Avengers. So like the Avengers are obviously like your moneymaker, go to the movie theaters, do it, do it, do it. But like with the Daredevil and the Defenders, you could really bulk up that that Disney Plus subscription. If you if like if you were gonna put money into one thing, like that's what you could do. Um so yeah, that's that's what I said. 
That's how I felt about it. Um, Strong. Strong feelings. Yeah. Uh, does Sterling agree or disagree, or is there something that – or should I just move on to the next question? I think I think the, the best thing that – because I, I like to believe, and I'd love to hear the blurred flies – the the bird the blurred flies the bar flies blurred opinion flies. on this but i think the superior medium for storytelling for storytelling of superhero stories is just like the netflix series you know 40 40 minute episodes you get the detail you're not weighed down by like okay we need to have a, a beginning a middle and an end within an hour and a half like or you know 2 hours mm-hmm. now it's yeah. just superior um, I think if Fourth they do floor, Daredevil, <laughs> I think they should keep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard you this time. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, if they're going to do Daredevil, it should stay that type of mini series. Yeah. Definitely. Because detail, that's what I'm there for. I'm, I'm there for seeing like, oh, hey. Oh man, they referenced this one thing. Like, oh, the, oh they referenced the Thunderer. That's all I want. You can, but you can do that. You see that being done in the comic books. Like, Daredevil's not all all over the Avengers movies, you know, or the Avenger comic books. Right. You don't see him just popping up and like, hey guys, can I roll with y'all? Like, no, he's doing his own thing. And I think that's <laughs> always fun when you see those characters kind of pop in and out of their universe, their little like mini universes. But you still get a character that you care about. You get a story you care about. Um, And I strongly feel like they need to come back to how the Netflix series ended. Because you were getting a setup for Bullseye. And I was about to say, I I wanted that so bad. So bad. Even if Disney tapped everybody who was a part of the net, like, just just ask them to come back. Just put it on Hulu, man. Just put it on Hulu. Put all your dark stuff on Hulu. I think they could ask them to come back and be like, and be like, hey guys, we really love what you did. Um, we love the work that you did. The dude from Criminal Intent with Kingpin, like, um, mm-hmm. we really love the stuff that you did. Uh, we're gonna bring you guys back, but there are some things because we're Disney that just might not be. Able but to see, happen. you can just <laughs> throw, put it under the put it under the Fox banner. Put it under your Hulu banner. You don't even have to be like, hey, Mickey Mouse don't approve the violence and the cussing. You just be like. <laughs> Throw it on those those other things that you own because you know you own everything Disney except for the blurred right. bar, and so you know. But for the right check, just maybe, stop. I think. Maybe <laughs> no, I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. Call you know what? Call us. We got ideas. I said what email I said us at the blurred bar at gmail <laughs> Disney don't care about this little fish. So anyway, I, I think. Uh, um, I think the next, uh, for me, I think personally, the next set of questions should be 10, 12, and then 15. But Yes, I was going to say that. And let's okay, try cool. to keep them short because we're, almost, we're yep. almost going over about yeah. an hour and a half. About an hour and 45 go. minutes. Let's do it. Let's so, knock it out. Yeah. Uh, question 10, because Josh won't read it because he's being petty. Uh, if you could transfer an ant to an anime <laughs> universe, what would you choose and why? Must list two negative consequences of this choice. Um, I'm going to say, if because I don't do anime that much, so I'll go first. Um, put me in... Uh, put me in... Full Metal Alchemist universe. You wally. You Here's wally. What, no, no, no. You wally. <laughs> first of all... Oh, wait, I'm black. I can't go to the Full Metal universe. 
I'll be considered one of those people that was a part of the genocide. Never mind. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's just one of your two <laughs> negative things. That's all. Well, that's then I wouldn't live very long. Uh, I was you gonna, might. You never know. One punch. One punch man. I'm fine with that. No. Middle, <laughs> I'm middle class, so I'm not going to be in any of those districts where monsters just chilling in the hood. I might be. I live in Port Richmond right now, so that's that's, that's like District 13. So, matter of fact, monsters might be here. Um, oh gosh. That being said, um, I'm not, I wouldn't worry about being a hero, being a civilian where the major threats are being handled. You know, maybe maybe I die, but I'm gonna be in my house. Because apparently King can be out here playing video games, and he's fine with no powers. So, damn, tag your spoilers, dog. First of all, not that that season two's been over for a year. Not doing that. Um, I didn't know where the anime was, so like I knew I already knew that, but I didn't know where the anime was. Oh. Huh. All right, so uh, <laughs> Sterling, what say you? Uh, what's another negative? I think I would I have think to. You... I would have to vote on these superheroes. Like, <laughs> like not my. He's not my number one, but you know, he might be yours. That's true. So having to actively vote on people based on their powers and being a part of that like community—that's a negative for me because I don't really care that much. <laughs> just keep me alive, B. That's all. Your responsibility is to make sure I stay alive. That's I don't it. care about the rest of that. Why? Why I gotta vote for you? How good you look doing it? As long as my house is fine, I'm cool. What about you guys? What anime uh, universes? For me, it would be uh, My Hero Academia. Uh, Interesting choice. That was my that was my second choice. Actually, I have written that one down. But. Here's what I say: downsides are you could have a real lame ass quirk, right? That's one. Oh, I would. Or die either literally or by becoming the messed up failure of some weird mad science mad science experiment. They do like, be snatching people. So those those could be the thing, but. The worst of the best situation is that you are doing exactly what you're doing now in life and be quirkless. You're just help desk. What? <laughs> <laughs> you're just help desk with Super no court. powers. Like, Super court. <laughs> so that's like, that could be the worst thing I think that like you could, that could happen in, in MHA. Uh, is being no being quirkless and working in IT, like well, being quirkless and doing your job that you're doing now, like mm. it. That's like that's the that's the the worst, the worst of the of best situation. yeah, situations, yeah. right? Yeah, because the worst of the worst is literally that you die or that you become like a nomu, right? For whatever mm. reason, <laughs> um, or high like high end nomu. Right, like those are like the worst things, and then like the the best of the worst situation, or maybe I guess it might be the second worst of the best is that you have a lame ass quirk 
depending on what your quirk is. You know what I mean? And so, you still work in IT. And you still work in IT. <laughs> still closing <laughs> tickets, baby. Right. So still be like, your quirk is just knowing what the problem is before the person says it, but they still have to explain it. <laughs> You're like, but I yeah. know how to fix your problem, but they're like, no, but let me finish what I was saying, though. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I would probably pick uh, my hero. So, for me, I thought long and hard about this question, and now with the amount of anime that I've watched, um, I can definitely say I will pick the Kiznaiver universe, because it's very it's very easy going. Like, the whole of Kiznaiver just happens on an island. So, the rest of the world is just the world. So, the possible low point is i'm on this island and now i have to share my feelings with other people and be vulnerable that's terrible that's a pretty long that's a pretty low low i don't do that vulnerability nonsense i feel um, like this might be like a uh a spoiler question but i so don't answer it but i wonder <laughs> if you have to stay on the island though you know what i mean like the fact that you just said, like, but you're on an island and you have to share your feelings. Like, if after I share my feelings, so I get to go back to, like, town. Actually, you can answer that. But, um. No. Yeah. <laughs> you said what I'm not no. going to so do So, is... the whole thing about the, the, the kids, the kids Niver is, like, it, it, it's, it's timed. They haven't perfected the thing. They're trying to perfect it. So, it's timed. So, like, the max, I think, was, like, three months you could be connected with these people and then it's gone. And then you're fine. And you're just a person again. Easy. You don't know nothing about no other people's feelings. That's it. You don't have to feel other people's pain. That's it. It's, it's pretty great. And then what, what is the second low? It. Sounds kind of uh, boring, though. It's, it's good if you like emotions. Um, I mean, it's like high risk, low reward kind of, kind of thing is apparently what you're saying. The the other bad thing is like the whole people running this project are like, you know, the upper echelon of the world that are trying to fix the world. Like, what if I'm in White this people. universe and I'm just a broke boy? You know, Cardi B had some sayings about broke boys, so they only I don't they know. only really apply to you because once you're married, it don't matter. You're gonna be broke if it's up, then it's up. You know, I don't know what you want. If to it's say. up, yep. That's it. Next question. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> uh, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna put any two cents into that because it just. My two cents wouldn't be good either. Um, it's not good. Question. It's not a good two cents. It's just two pennies rubbed together. I don't know what you want me to say after that. Are it we on question twelve? We are on question twelve. All right, let me stretch. Ooh, right. Let me stretch. Question, question twelve. All right, I want to allocate not that much time to this, but it's impossible. <laughs> okay. This is, is like our last big question before the final question. Right. Right. Exactly. Is slash has the comic industry touched on the current epidemic of police involved shootings as they did with 9 11? If not, does it amplify, amplify the deficits and diversity within the industry? Should they, as an industry, speak on it if in a room of creators, should they speak on it if in a room of creators where only a fraction are black or of color? Um, heavy, heavy this, question. Yes, Whew. this is what I said. Uh, I said I wouldn't know for sure, and this is because I don't read comic books that heavily. Um, right. I wouldn't know for sure, but I would have to guess a big no. Uh, and the question of uh, the second part of like, if not, does it amplify the deficits within the 
diversity in the industry and should they as an industry speak on it um what was that this is 12 right uh so not to mention oh this is a big question of allyship or pandering not to mention changing the landscape behind those closed doors and the writing rooms like this is a big question of like if they speak on it and they speak on these uh the police shootings what is it's a very touchy subject and a very touchy uh landscape to navigate through Mm -hmm. uh where if you speak on it who's speaking on it what are they really trying to say how does this affect the character how does this affect the character's universe how how long spread is this issue for them because where if it's written in a black lightning comic book and we pretty much know that he's probably going to experience that a lot even if it's written in a uh john stewart comic book he'll he'll witness it every time he comes back to earth but he's also a space cop so he like he don't gotta be here all the time um and then even further i don't think i've ever seen it talked about in like batman's like, you know, like, like it's not, ne- I, I have never seen it talked about Batman in Batman's comic books or anything like that. So it's like, it's a, there's a lot of layers to that question. So that's all I'm going to say. Um, go ahead, Sterling. I'll, I'll take I'll the, take I think, um, I'm going, I'm definitely going to default to Big Dan here as the comic book aficionado for if it's being addressed. But when we have an issue such as this, it is a uh, it's an issue such as the sheer amount of black people being fall dying from alter- altercations with police, and then the amount of people of color who are dying from altercations from police. This is a line in the sand. So companies who rely on various people buying their products from various walks of life, if you draw a line in the sand, you're going to be on one side or the other. Bottom line. So I think as, you know, as a black person, as a black man living in Philadelphia, I would want to see the giants of DC, of Marvel, saying like, this is wrong through this, through whatever comic that they do it through you know this is wrong this should not be happening and that's the bottom line you know have i seen that i i'm i default to big dan on that um but i want to see that but it is a question of is this genuine or is this pandering to just tell you like hey just so you know we're on the right side of history keep buying our product like or are they saying like this is wrong People are dying. 13-year-old children are dying. <sighs> go ahead, Big Dan. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I feel it. Um, the short answer is yes. It's been done. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know, it. like I said, this is probably the heaviest question we've had um, asked from us. But... Uh, if you need a exact point of reference, this has uh, been definitely depicted and discussed in uh, Nighthawk, um, when Nighthawk is black uh, from Squadron uh, Supreme. Uh, he goes back to Chicago and deals with racist cops um, 
and physically fights them uh, because he one is super powered and so therefore can you know it doesn't cost him the same um, mm-hmm. Captain when Captain America was black and this was the Falcon as Captain America uh, they what they did was in that storyline made like RoboCops like they were super like almost like super cops or mm-hmm. the in the correct name for them was Americops so they were like half robot half like some were white people in the armor. Others were just like straight up robots. And what what happened was they did a disproportionate like arrest. The rates were going up in like black neighborhoods. Uh, they were just targeting black folks or marginalized uh, demographics. And obviously Falcon fights them because he's Captain America. And he's like, the reality is that this is his America. Um, it got to the point where a... I would say street level superhero named rage who's a younger black superhero. Um, if you're familiar with the character, uh, gets brutalized, like beat up to the point that if anyone else had gotten beat up to that level would have died, but he's super powered. Mm. So, uh, he survives, but gets nonetheless gets arrested. Um, but he's also on the side of protests. So they thought, you know, it makes it sound like, there's a side to being on a side on to being on a side. And so um, Captain America obviously can't be a part of the protest at the same time. He, you know, rage as a character, which obviously speaks to like the black rage in America um, is like, you know, you supposed to be in the trenches with us. And, you know, it's a whole story about responsibility versus, you know, representation. Um, So I've seen it enough. (laughs) He I don't. I just, yeah, um, but he was also trying to preserve the fact that he got picked to be Captain America, right? Because no person in America, no black person in America, feels, and I, I would say no black person, but then there's Candace Owens, um, and there's other people, <laughs> and I'm not trying to make light of this, but at the same time, like you know. We all pick. We all are expected to have a side in this, and so um, Marvel's done it, and I don't mm-hmm. think they've done it in a way that's been bad. At the same time, there's only a specific amount of readers that can relate to it. Mm. Um, you can say it's wrong, and I think on on a deeper level, most people know it's wrong. Um, police brutality in general. But it don't have the same effect, right? Like, you know, these cops will lose their jobs if it happens to a white person. Most times. Um, these cops will either relocate or get reassigned if this is on a white person's dime. Um, that's why you see Dylan Roof very much alive. Um, hmm. So they handle it differently because they know the world's watching. Um and then they handle it different for a black person because they don't care if the world's watching. Um, and so mm-hmm. is it the responsibility of them, of the comic book industry to do it or talk about it? Yes. But at the same time, I think it's the responsibility of the world to not use this form of escapism to address a very real issue. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to see it. In, I don't need to see it in a movie I need for me to be like, wake issue. up, folk. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, that's fiction. Or it's an no, adaptation. 
not. You know, that's why the that's why you know when we talked about Judas and the Black Messiah, it's it's still this sense of a gap of whether it be time or the medium that says this does not apply. Whether it still be history or not, you're just like, oh, it's it was long too long ago for me for me to feel responsible. And you know, that's why I, just... I don't. My my com- my comic books are a form of escapism, so I don't really care if you ground me in reality, because I I'm very much aware of what's going on. But go ahead, I'm sorry. No, you're. I want you to finish. Um, I I was gonna say I just also wonder if, like, because even when even in talking about this, like, are I? It's crazy that. I think all of our automatic instinct was like, oh, where we would see it at is in Jon Stewart, Black Lightning, Static Shock, all the black. But like, like I said, you would never see Batman fighting cops who like for better, for better, for worse. (laughs) You would never see Batman fighting cops. This is is probably the worst thing I've ever said about Batman. (laughs) I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you to say it because I'm like, if you don't say it, I know you where would, you live. Like that's right. it. I'm just like, I know you what side you want. You would never see Batman fighting cops who like shot, you know, uh, a black person, an unarmed black person, right? Like that. That wouldn't be like his. Ah, uh, not nah, like let the let the other cops finish that. I, I'm I'm gonna go and take care of the Joker, but not take care of the Joker because I'm anywho. Um, but like. It's it's so crazy that even in those situations, the only place that we would see it in is in is in specifically black characters. Which, like I said at the beginning of this whole thing, of course you would see it there because if you didn't, yeah. that's the furthest version of that's as mm-hmm. far as fiction as we can get. Now um, I, I will uh, to quantify my statement really quick. I will say that one, um, this was written by a white author, right? So Nick Spencer, um, what, what? was. Uh, the Falcon storyline was written mm. by Nick Spencer. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. he won what he did with Captain America story in general was very much grounded in the reality that one neo-Nazis exist, mm-hmm. you know, white supremacy ex- exists. And he, he did tell stories that also shed light on those issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then uh, I can never pronounce his name correctly to Hanisi Coates. Mm-hmm. Almost yeah. Right. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's writing Captain America at the moment, which mm. not a big fan, but he is very much still grounding it in reality. There's a lot of like almost QAnon stuff that's written. You know, Red Skull is currently speaking through the the waves of QAnon and mm-hmm. the interwebs and y- using that to incite hatred. Um, but for the black story, you only can tell that from a black perspective. Mm-hmm. Because if you tell it from a white perspective, you still tell it wrong. So that's why we will get the only the John Stewart. So we will only get Falcon, you know, experiencing these things because who else gets to experience it the way no one else can live the American experience the way that a black person can. I agree. What I'm saying is that because of that, we never get we never get a white ally writing what Superman would do as a 
okay, maybe that's wrong because he's well. Not I mean, they've white. There's been but moments. Like, there's been, mo- there's been moments. <laughs> right, but there's moments that Superman has stepped in on racism because we've made complaints about it. But it does. I don't think it matters. That's what I'm saying. Right, that, Super- and that and, and, and that's what I'm agreeing with. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There's no. It's not like a huge thing to anybody, but maybe a few black three black guys you know on a podcast in philly you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it it's right. never a big enough story or a big enough arc where it's like no everybody needs to pay attention to this because it's real because that's that's too small time for superman like you can't who cares but, like superman do that with do anything that. but that but that's the problem right when you do it with anything unfortunately the fans comic book fans or nerd fans in general um, mm. are very borderline, you know, we have normal <laughs> folks who are very they much nerd the fans. <laughs> they can also be that incel QAnon heavy breathing from my, you know, computer you know, gaming chair uh, people. And so what tends to happen with those people is like, Oh, I got social justice in my Wheaties. And, you know, then it's, mm-hmm. then they're triggered and, you know, unfortunately, they're the people who are buying these things. So you can't exclude them. And you can say, well, I don't want racist people buying my comic books. You don't care. You want you need to feed your family. You don't care that much, because if that was right. the case, you wouldn't write for money. You know, you would take the price tag off your comic books or the comic books would still be 25 cents. So you mm-hmm. don't care that much. that much about who's buying them. But at the same time, you also know that you can't lose that money. That's why can- comic books get canceled left and right because you're like, the Falcon comic book got canceled regardless of the mm-hmm. social issues it was talking about. Still got canceled. Why? Because it's not making money. So, and I think that comes back to to the to the point of um, create of the rooms where there is a lack of black creators or writers in the room. We just um, gotta write our own stories, man. That's uh, literally that's, that's literally what I was gonna say. Like that goes back to like we said that to I think that was um with uh the Past Pandering. the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Where it's just like the or the future of the of the culture is just like creating your own, owning your own, and building that story out yourselves so that hopefully we can get to a point where we don't like I I'm, I what sucks is that it is always going to be the racist thing is always going to be a an episode, a arc, a comic book like you know volume. Like it's it's going to happen, but hopefully there can be so much more story told outside of that. That's that's what I'm hoping for, and then hopefully maybe we, my see, grandkids the thing is we gotta, come we gotta in be, with their polypule. We gotta live long. We gotta live long <laughs> enough to be able to tell our stories. Yeah, that's the problem. We don't live long enough to tell our stories. <laughs> You're getting back into black trauma. I'm saying, hopefully, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like we, we can't get past the grandkids come in. They can have the, a story them too. I would love for that, everyone to like, be this, <laughs> but I would love for everybody to be supported and seen in their stories. The problem is we don't get to live that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so guys, by the this... time by the time we get li- by the time we can get past trauma, we have to celebrate the fact that we are living in the now. And so you can't tell those stories because by the time you tell those stories, someone else is already experiencing trauma. Like we mm-hmm. couldn't even get out of 2020. We couldn't even let the George Floyd case be over with 
before mm. another one starts. Yeah. Who knows like what Dante that, Wright would have wrote. Exactly. And who's who knows what his story would have been? You know, and then you also see these other things where all right, so you can't be black, but then what if you're black and a cop? Can't be black and a cop because your own can't cops be will beat you up. You can't and be black and a soldier. You that's can't be like... black. That's what I'm saying. The the thing that remember in <laughs> Colin Kaepernick kneeled and everyone was like, that's disrespectful to the army. Then you go join the army thinking that these same white people who have these blue lives matters, all lives matter stuff going on. Then you see them. They pull you over quickly, quickly. for your safety and they're pulling guns on you. Pepper spraying you immediately for tags that they could see, but because of the fact that you took you didn't do it the way they wanted you to do it in the dark on the side of the road, you pulled into a gas station so they could see you. Because we all know we don't show up in the dark. <laughs> and then what? You still get pepper sprayed. So there's no way right way of doing anything nope, that meets the standard of police brutality. You could you could have your hands in the air with your back turned. Or in the front. Or be sleeping. Or mm. or doing the right thing. Helping somebody else. And cops still shoot you. So there there's I'm I'm not I don't care anymore about where the line is. Um or if those stories are being told in comic books or in anime or in T V shows. Unfortunately, I it. it's safe to assume that it's not. Yeah, and just it, just and assume that be, it's not. It won't be until we uh, we start turning. Go ahead, Stephen. Yeah. yeah, this is amazing. Uh, there's a lot to say in all of this. This is a whole. This is three episodes. <laughs> but but question three fifteen. Episodes. But what question will season 15? three bring for the bird bar? Yes. Uh... <laughs> Season three. This is our last question. Sterling, this is the last question. So talk to us, Sterling. Season three. Season three. Uh, we are getting more merch as soon as this video gets 150 likes. You know, we can get that. Uh, <laughs> get the 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 blur bar host faces on some hoodies. Okay, we're getting more merch. We're getting the separation of booze news and reviews and the actual yes. podcast so we can tackle these big issues with a little bit more runtime, but we're not talking year off for seven hours, you know? Yes. And we, um, think, we think that you would appreciate that. We that try, we do this for you. That, we do that was it definitely for, for you guys. <laughs> yeah, that was for the fans because we, we don't care. We can, we know where the timestamp starts. We'll run it, but yeah, this um, is for you guys. And what else are we seeing from season three? More guests. More hey, guests. if you think you got something to say, let me know. Okay. <laughs> yes, please reach out to our HR personnel. Uh, contact person is Sterling. Hi. Um, but you can send us. an email, obviously, to the blur bar at gmail.com. <laughs> I think it's the fourth <laughs> time we've said that. But yeah, that's that's Probably. all I got. What, what, what else we got? Seeing as the, the last question of the season, last 10 minutes of the season. Uh, what will season three bring for the blurred bar? Um, I think that pretty much covers it of what we want to say and just let let the other stuff be revealed. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we got we got we got stuff in the works. Um, you want to see the blurred bar? Uh, hopefully, uh, see the blurred yeah. bar 
bird bar name pop up other places with other folks definitely more collabs more collabs we're trying we're we're, we're hammering some stuff out and trying to hammer some stuff out and that's why this break is going to be a legit like we're taking a summertime break kind of thing you will still get booze news and reviews um we definitely want to do that give that to you like every other week um and then i starting sometime in the fall We'll let you know when that happens. Um, yep. <laughs> Keep an uh, eye out uh, for happy hour. We're doing that. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Whether that be a stream of us gaming or uh, taking questions, going live, uh, we want to be deeply involved in this community. And so the only way to do that, obviously, for mm. p- most people is to not wait till they're standing still. So... Gotta keep it moving because they keep it moving. So exactly. Uh, yeah. That I, that's it. That's it. Without further ado, thank you guys for listening. Um, coming to the Blurred Bar. Uh, this is the last call for alcohol for this season. The Blurred Bar is closing. Yeah. Um, Big Dan, please tell the people what what, what are we getting? What are we getting for XP? Uh. Mm. Do, the, do we level the, up yet, or are we leveling up in season four? I feel four? like, I mean, no, no, no. You definitely leveled up. This is the end of season two. You got, <laughs> you got, you got skill points with this one. Um, obviously, you know, all the stuff you've earned from this season uh, is now legendary quality, because you won't get Yay. it again. So, <laughs> this is one of a kind. If you try to upgrade it, it will break and will be invaluable to you. So, uh I'm going to give out three skill points with this level up. Ooh. So use them how you will. Uh, hopefully it's in a social and conscious way. Uh, <laughs> love the other people around you because you don't have time to waste people. I always remember, though. Trooper's going to troop and fuck Rachel Donazal. You got to stop. You got to stop with that. I, t- Wait, I said Donazal. I'm sorry. Rachel Dolazal. There might be a Rachel Donazal. <laughs> I'm sorry. And that's not her. F- Rachel <laughs> Donazal is not, should not be the recipient of your right. wrath. Good right. night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Good Thanks night. <laughs>